Blog Talk Radio. This little song says there's a war going on. Is that right? And it's not a war where your eyes can see it. But it's a spiritual warfare. The scripture said we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and power and all sorts of spiritual wickedness in high places. Then the Bible said if you want to win, you got to put on the whole armor of God. Is that right? Sword of the Spirit, the shield of faith, your feet prepared with the preparation of the gospel of peace. There's a war going on. And if you want to win, put on the whole armor of God. Sister Lynette Hawkins Stevens. There's a war going on. There's a war going on. And if you're gonna win, you better make sure that you have Jesus deep down within. This battle cannot be won with foolish and 
say good evening, or uh, in some parts of the world, I guess, since this is the internet, good morning. How about Shalom, peace? Hotel. <laughs> well, I want to welcome every single one of you to another episode on this live host on network. I'm Brother Seth, and I want to thank those of you that's been doing this with me since 2011. Really appreciate your commitment uh, for all, over all the years to listen to the various shows in and out of controversial topics. Really appreciate it. A lot of people just don't want to deal, you know, and um, a lot of people just, they'll say you're just too controversial. And then other people feel like I'm not controversial enough. So anyway, we're here uh, for another episode on this uh, Fossil Song Network. Again, I want to thank you for your time. Especially my bloodline family. I hardly ever think of the blood, uh, my Douglas Kennedy family. I don't, I don't, I don't think of, think of them that often. I, I, I think of them. That I'll get in trouble for that one. I don't think to always mention, uh, say thanks to them on the show. But I really appreciate them tuning in as well in those 13 states that Douglas Kennedy. Well, folks, tonight what are we doing tonight? What are we doing tonight? Of course, tonight is uh, February the 18, 2020, and. Uh, we have another open forum. But this open forum is going to be with the old guest. Uh, old, um, how can I say it? Sister George and I, uh, it's not like we're buddy buddies, but I have been blessed, as many of you have, uh, from her ministry or teachings over the years. And she's been doing this thing. I think she's been doing it a little longer than I have. I started 2011. That's something we can always ask her. How when did she start? But she's been blogging for a very long time and just really helping our people understand not just that we're Israelites, but even deeper truths I've, I've heard her go into. And so I'm really, we are really privileged of the Five Smooth Stone uh, audience to have this sister on. I've really uh, been putting this off for a long time. Every time I think of her, we have something going on. And then, uh, so, and then we don't have them going on something I can't even remember. So, again, Sister Georgia Johnson, all the way from the wonderful state of Louisiana, is going to be on it. Let me just go ahead and read the show description because many of you just call that phone number every single week, and you don't have a clue as to what is going on. So, let's just do this really quick. Let's pull up this show's description. Okay. That way we'll be all on one accord and everybody know what's going on because some of you, again, just call the number every week. Okay, this is what I send out to many of you via text, email, however I got to you on Facebook, Twitter, or however way. I said, open phone with Georgia Johnson. I went on to type Shalom. Human family, please tune in to our open forum tonight where we will welcome Georgia Johnson. Georgia has been used of the Father sharing deeper truths for some time now, and she is one of the strongest voices in the Hebrew Israelite community in the USA. What does that fancy talk mean, Hebrew Israelite? Really African Americans, okay? That's what we are. We just don't know it yet, a lot of us. But she truly is one of the strongest voices in the African American community. African-American community, a.k.a. Hebrew-Israelites in the U.S. And really, we got to quit saying U.S. because this, this is the Internet, and I'm sure people have listened to her really all over the country in little spurts here and there, just like with our show. I went on to say, finally, tune in to be blessed by her gift 
and the Five Smooth Stone panel. Showtime, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And so uh, there you have it. We have a phone line full of people. I really appreciate you. A lot of different area codes. I never can figure. I've never gotten to where I can understand what area codes mean what. So I'm not gonna even guess at it. But I know Texas is in the house as we have most of our panel from the state, the challenging state, might I add, of Texas. So we really appreciate uh, appreciate our panel tonight. And speaking of our panel tonight, brother John is not feeling a hundred percent, and he let me know that. Uh, He'll be listening in, but he won't be moderating. So I'll be moderating, which makes sense because, um, again, I don't think he knows Sister uh, Georgia like I do. Not that I know everything about her, but I know enough about her to uh, at least, uh, you know, be able to interview and so forth. So Brother John is going to be listening in and asking questions here and there as he feel feel it. Again, he's not feeling good, okay? As Brother Moderator will not be in tonight, just so you all know. But we do have Alfie Chris in the house. Anybody that's going to be on the show tonight, as a matter of fact, just go ahead and press 1 so I can distinguish your phone numbers among all these other phone numbers. Again, the 5-2-phone panel, go ahead and press 1 so your your numbers will stick out. I see you, Alfie Chris, Pastor Chris, really appreciate you. want to just go ahead and, and do something I don't do every show, but I like to do it like every 10 or 15 shows because we don't want to get away from what does the 5-2-phone mean, what is it all about. Um... And actually, let me just play something more. Um, I'm going to play off theme music, because I like to do that whenever we're talking about this purpose, purpose of Five Song. What is y'all doing over here at this blog? Okay, folks. Oftentimes, I play this little theme song. And... Uh, Whenever we're talking about things regarding the Five Stone Network. So let me just say this as a little message just playing in the background. The Five Stones is nothing more than five topics. And uh, those topics are as follows, okay? Um, I'm going to first mention what they are, and then I'm going to tell you how we got there, how we got to those topics, okay? We talk about everything under the sun on this network really quickly, and then we're going to bring on uh, our sister Georgia. We talk about everything under the sun on this network. I mean, if it's in the news and it's important to our people, you're probably going to hear about it on this show. But there are five things we talk about the most. One of them is white supremacy. We hit it in angles that I guarantee you, I mean, there's Francis Chris Wilson, Dr. Neely Fuller. They may come close to what the Father's given me on it. But really and truly, we talk about white supremacy like I've never heard anybody talk about it, really. Um, because the white supremacy is not a people. A white supremacy is not necessarily a white person. A white supremacy is a philosophy, a global a philosophy that has grown to global domination and anyone can go to school for it. Anyone can graduate from their university. Anyone can learn it and start to act out in their in their neighborhoods. A lot of black-on-black marriages is full of white supremacy. They're destroying each other don't even know it. A lot of whites don't practice white supremacy. Go figure that one out. You can have white supremacy in a broad black country with no whites around. <laughs> it's a philosophy. You can need to believe it 
or not. Just like any philosophy. The philosophy just so happens to profit white for a season, and that's going to make a lot of the animosity, and, you know. But if you look very closely, all of the pain that's being inflicted on us by so-called white supremacists, we do it to each other. I can prove it. And Brother Seth go on to teach, and been teaching since 2011, that most white supremacists, it's going to blow most people away, I don't think are white. Because white people know better. They know they're not superior. They live with themselves. They know how they talk about those of them that do. They know what's going on when they go out on their outings, on their so-called um, family events. They know how they talk about us or what they do and don't do. They know how white people are. They know the lies they tell. We just believe them. Most minorities that don't know and not in that inner knowing that maybe they haven't spent time with whites, they actually believe those lies. Whites don't believe the lies. So what you're calling most of the time, and I'm going to move on to the other stones, but what we're calling really white supremacists, these white people, they're deceivers and liars in most cases. They know better. You cannot be a true white supremacist in the form of what it really is if you don't believe you're really superior, but you're just lying. That's called deception, and, 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 and that's a liar. So a lot of these racists we call racists is lying. They know better. They're not a true white supremacist. They may be a racist, but they're not a true white supremacist. The true white supremacist is a lot of minorities that believe white men got it better. They got it better. They live and they're happier. They're this, they're that. We're the ones that are the true white supremacists. We go into it like no other. Another topic we talk about is Bible leprosy. Bible leprosy. Bible leprosy is a little more controversial. It, it is the shortest information we have. We have a lot of information on Bible leprosy, but it's the shortest. I mean, we can talk about it for months, but still, there's the other things we talk about for years. But it's the most potent thing we have. It, 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 if you understand that revelation when we talk about Bible leprosy, you will automatically not need February accomplishment because what we believe is the earth started off brown. Period. Father made man of the dust of the earth. I'm going to play that theme song again. Because I want everybody to know what we're talking about when we say five small stones. And then we're going to bring on Sister Georgia really quickly. When we talk about leprosy, I believe white skin is our, it's us. White people are us. We are them, one human family. And I believe when we begin to sin, we begin to go to talk, we begin to go to show, we begin to not be able to produce children. There's lots of things that happen when we sin. There's different things that happen. And one thing is very peculiar, peculiar. If I can talk tonight, one thing in particular that happens to our body, very peculiar, is we begin to not be able to produce melanin, which can kill you can kill you. Melon is important. The Father made it for something. It's in animals. It's in, it's in plants. It's in everything. And we talk about that, how that we, not white people, those white folks over there, uh, know it's us. It's, uh, we're all one. This message is really to unite all people and to show you that we're really one human family. We may be Israelites, Jebusites, Philistines, but we're really one human family because some of y'all talk about white people from another planet and you're practicing racism and, you, and you're spewing hate. And we this, this doctrine kills that. It kills it because you'll see those are dark-skinned people there's only two places that have all the features of the world. Africa, 
all the features. Tall. I'm not talking about the. T- I'm talking about all types of fe- features. Africa got it. There's one other place that got it. Oh, I want to talk about this one. And that's Europe. <laughs> How did they get all those features? Because those blacks migrated up there having lost pigmentation. Now, we know how the lack of sun caused the body. I understand that, but not necessarily white skin. Lighter skin, yes, but not white skin. It came as a result of a curse, we believe, called Bible leprosy. So we'll go into it, and, it's, and, if, and if you remember back in the series, those who's been following since 2011, you know the people that loved it the most was the whites. Because they understood and they heard the love that I have, which I talk about all the time on this show. They heard the love in that teaching. They knew I wasn't just picking on them. Again, this is us. It ain't us versus them. We lost pigmentation. Even in so-called blacks, light-skinned blacks, same thing. Same thing. They oftentimes have skin cancer because of not enough melanin. It's not a, a hatred. Another topic we talk about is the one-world government. They don't need to be explained. We talk about who are the true Israelites. Well, they don't need to be explained. We talk about the kingdom of God, the solution to all of those challenges I just named. A new kingdom, a new savior, a new leader, and his principles. And uh, what brought those five topics about is in 1988, I asked the Father five questions. Sister George, we're coming to you. Again, if you're going to show press one quickly, I'm going to move a little faster with this. What prompted those five topics, this five questions I asked the Father? I kept hearing that God is getting ready to use a black man like never before. The first is going to be last, and the last is going to be first. Kenneth Copeland, a lot of ministers back in around 87, 88, was saying it's white and black. Everybody was saying that. God is getting ready to use a black man. God is getting ready to use a black man. God is getting ready to use a black man like never before. And that was the word. The Father is getting ready to use a black man like never before. Well, they were right. But the Father wasn't using the black man because he's black. The Father's using the black man because what he's getting ready to reveal in, these, in those times and the times forward today a lot of our white brothers and sisters, if I can use that term white, because there's no such thing as a people based on color, but the so-called white people do not want to talk about these types of things. They don't want to talk about the true Jews, who the real Israelites are. They don't want to talk about America being Babylon or Revelation 7. They don't want to talk about a lot of things y'all hear on this show and probably on Sister George's show. So because they don't want to talk about that rebellion, that's what's going to make the hand of the Father go over to the so-called black man, not because he's black. Okay? I also understand the book of Revelations. Uh, that really needs to be explained. Y'all, y'all know how I feel about Revelation 17, the Babylon, the great whore. Um, uh, we talked about it. We've talked about Revelations on this show quite a bit. Um, I mean, can't go into it now. Uh, I did ask the Father, could I understand the book of Revelation? And I, and, um, and I see hands are going up all over the place. I see you. Yeah, I see you. <laughs> uh, and then I also asked the Father, could I see the world? Could I see the world? Because I didn't ask to be in the U.S. And uh, around, I'm going kind of fast, but in around 87, 88, I experienced racism like never before. And that's what prompted me to ask these five questions. Again, uh, 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 why are you saying you're going to use a black man, Father? That sounds racist. I said it. I said, those of you that think I have issues with white folks, which I don't, because I, I say I love humanity more than any, anybody, I'm sure. But uh, I really, I really do. But uh, some of y'all have trouble because of things like white supremacy and so forth, so that's why I have to say these things. But anyway, 1987, 88, I experienced racism like never before in the church. I know about racism in the second world, but not in the churches. So that's what uh, caused me to 
humble my heart and just cry out to the Father and ask these five questions. Again, why using the black man? Can I understand the book of Revelations? Can I see the world? I understand 24 countries. I have That's not quite the world, but I've been every... Um, I've, I've I've seen a lot, folks. I've been, I'm telling you, I've seen a lot. Um, trying to go through this really quickly. Then I asked the Father, were there any blacks in the Bible? I said, I don't care w- w- what Christ looked like, but I'm hearing that he had dark skin. And I didn't really believe he was black when I prayed this prayer. I said, so was there anybody in the Bible that looked like me? Prayed before getting those five topics I named earlier. And then I asked him something, and I think I prayed this, and it wasn't in this order, folks. I think I asked this one first, and it was, I keep hearing that there's things like Illuminati, one world government. Actually, Illuminati wasn't a word back then. I think they called it New World Order. It was in 87. I said, Father, I keep hearing that the world is not what ABC and CBS say. People are saying things like there's a secret society and a New World Order. What What is that? I can't trust ABC, CBS. I can't trust these uh, news stations because I keep hearing that there's something going on. And, Father, I've heard that there's some wars playing out as far as 30 years. Is that true? I was green as they come, folks, in 87, okay? I thought the Christ was white. I thought the uh, uh, the disciples was white. I kind of, I thought that black folks, well, it don't matter. I won't, for, for time, I won't get into that. But anyway, I asked the Father these questions again. What is he using black men? <laughs> Can I understand the book of Revelations? Can I travel the world? And and, and what is really going on? Because I can't trust ABC, CBS, the affiliates. I just can't trust. We, and we can't, folks. We can't trust. And the Father began to uh, reveal, like I said, those five uh, revelations. So, folks, that's what produced what we call the Five Stone Network. Again, I'm Brother Seth, and I thank you for tuning in tonight. Um, Sister Georgie is in the house. I uh, don't know which one of these lines is hers because we got like five hands when I went up. Uh, yeah, no, that's Brother Dan. Let me bring on my, my, my panelists first and then we'll get on Sister Georgie. Okay, going on with the Fort Worth, Texas and grabbing the busiest pastor I know in the Fort Worth, Dallas area. I'm sure there's somebody more busy than Pastor Chris. And maybe he's not as busy as he used to be, but I know this brother right here used to really be out there five people. So going to Pastor Chris, Erico, 682-552. Pastor Chris, you're on the uh, air, brother. Say hello to the people. Good afternoon, Seth. Good evening. I'm sorry. Can you hear me okay? Seth? Boys, good to have you on. I said we can hear you just fine. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Uh, and uh, give us about a 20-second uh, intro of just who you are, because, again, we got a lot of, uh, uh, we always get new calls every week, so if you don't mind doing that again, I really appreciate it. About 20, 30 seconds, just so let your temple is. Okay, I'm, I'm Reverend Alfie Chris Jr. I'm the senior pastor at Alethea Temple Church. Um, we're kind of, uh, I guess, to say an Afrocentric Christian congregation. Uh, we try to preach the truth from the Bible and other sources. And like I say, we just try to keep it real. Thanks. That's short and sweet. Okay, going back to the phone line, uh, Brother Dan Wallace, who is uh, uh, the owner of the Gospel Tracks Wild Ministry uh, uh, Company. This is a track company. Y'all know what tracks are, those little bookers that uh, a lot of y'all have gotten away from it. But uh, the out, you know, that has the gospel on it, talks about Christ and his coming and, 
and Salvation. Anyway, those little booklets we call Tracks. And Dan on a track company. Brother Wallace, Dan Wallace, your line is open. Eric, they're going to 744. Go ahead and say hello to the people. Um, good, good, good evening. Thank you for, um, uh, for all those who are listening. I'd like to say that um, GospelTracksWild.com is, is what um, Seth was talking about, right? Gospel Tracks for Witnessing and Evangelizing. So if you're interested in reaching people for Christ, um, Gospel, G-O-S-P-E-L, Tracks, T-R-A-C-T-S, wildwow.com. I repeat it one more time. G O S E L T R A C T S W O W dot com. Thank you. Okay, that's that's Dan Wallace, uh, uh old friend of mine, man. I might have added his brother been around for a long time. He's the oldest of the bunch tonight. Uh remember remember everybody, uh the moderator brother John Clark can't be with us tonight because of, of illness. And uh, Ella Shure, I think, is going to be joining us. If he is in the house, Ella Shure, please press 1. Folks, listen, I, I'm going to go ahead and go straight to the phone lines and bring on Sister uh, Georgia Johnson because uh, I really want to get her in and uh, and see what she has for us. I'm just trying to make sure I've covered everything. Um, and again, Brother Ella Shure is going to be joining us probably a little, a little later on. I think we got everything uh, here. And before Sister Georgia comes, I just want to say again, she is a blogger like I am. And I, uh, Sister Georgia, I think, been doing this thing a lot longer than I have. Uh, her following, now that it matters, is 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 larger. I'm sure much larger than mine. Uh, and uh, just her labor of love, which is most important, is uh, is noticed. Okay, in the Hebrew Israelite community, uh, she is a great teacher. Y'all hear that tonight? She won't be able to talk about everything, but she'll be able to talk about a little bit of. Uh, of I'm sure she'll go into some things, but I'll tell you uh, uh, something. Sister Georgia don't even know before she come on. She actually influenced one of my series. Um, it's not like we're in the world and we copy off each other. I don't like that word copy. If you hear something from a brother says that he have a certain corner phrase. You just go with it. It's not stealing because we don't own none of the information. We don't own the revelation we Israelites. We don't own the Bible. We don't own the scriptures. And we definitely don't own what the Father put in our hearts. So she heard the name of her ministry uh, is the Black Biblical uh, Israelites. Uh, here I am fumbling with it now. But I actually, the Black Biblical Hebrews of the Bible, that's what Sister Georgia, her blog is called, the Black Biblical Hebrews of the Bible. The way she used biblical and black, because I kept saying, how am I going to use a show that's not offensive? You know, because I want to let people know we're the Israelites. In my, so in my first shows, I would say, you don't want to say blacks in the Bible, because everybody say, oh, it's all you want to talk about. You know, Jesus was black, or Yeshua was black, or Yahweh was black. That's what people say about us Israelites, that we just want to make everything black, black, black. And so I had to think of a way. So I started naming my early shows, if y'all remember, Black Biblical Hebrews. She don't know this, but I actually got the phrase Black Biblical from her network because I wanted to think of something concise, something to the point, and something that would be offensive. If you say Black, it's offensive. But if you say Black Biblical, it's just, that's a better phrase. You let people know that we're Black, but it's just definitely Biblical. And 
so she don't know that she's probably smiling, but she did not know that, and so that was one of her influences. But there was other things over the years, just, you know, things she, she put on my mind as, as I listened to some of her teachings. Didn't get a chance to listen to a whole lot of them, but I did listen to enough to say this. This right this sister here is a woman of the most high, y'all, and I really appreciate her uh, commitment to our people and her honesty. I think she's an honest lady, and I wouldn't have her own. Otherwise, I don't have to have anybody on that bad to do no show. And so I just kept saying, you know, it's a shame that we don't ever work together. She's over here doing her thing. You got the, this group over here doing their thing, and we don't always work together. So I said, I am going to see if I can make it happen. She did a series on the, the Sons of God. I listened to some of that, and I was like, this sister still is doing her thing. So uh, I just figured we should have our own uh, uh, family, and so she is on. So just go ahead and... As I do it, like to do it. I always like to have a little intro music. That's just Brother Seth. Okay, so I don't know which one of these phone numbers is hers, but I'm going to take a chance and reach out to area code uh, 504-312. Whoever's at the phone number, can you go ahead and let us know who you are, please? Area code 504-312. You're on the air. You're live. Okay, Shabbat Shalom, Brother Seth. I'm here. <laughs> okay, I appreciate that. I, I was guessing because I didn't have time to look up your number or, you know, or see. I don't even know if I have your number because we've been communicating over Messenger. But, Sister, welcome to the Five Smithsonian Network. Again, I'm, I'm glad we finally have you on. I do think you came on one time when I had uh, one of your readers on talking about spiritual warfare. Sister Jennifer, was it? Uh, it probably was uh, Sister Jennifer, I think. Yeah, that's what I was saying, Sister Jennifer. And I think she was on talking about spiritual warfare, and that's just had a powerful deliverance ministry. Uh, and we had her on talking about demons and devils and people being set free. And, and I think he was listening on, I think. I'm not sure. But uh, outside of that, I don't yeah. think I've had you on or you've been on the Fox Network. But anyway, welcome to the show. Just let us know a little bit about what you've been up to and how to get a hold of you, please. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, everyone can call me Sister Georgia, and you can um, go over to Black Talk Radio, the biblical Hebrews of the Bible on Black Talk Radio. You can um, listen to me there. Um, I also have a website. It's on Ning, but it's the biblical Hebrews of the Bible, and mainly the front page of my website is open to everybody. So you can inbox me, mail me, or something, you know, email me. Um, I am your sister, Georgia, at yahoo.com. If you have a question, I, you know, I'll feel free. I'll, you know, try to answer it. I'm very busy, but I will definitely try to answer all questions. Yes, yes, yes. Well, sister, um, that was a short one. I know you've been, uh, you've, I've been out here for a while. And just what have you been some of your experiences, high notes, low notes, anything you want to share before you get into the meat? about your ministry, um, oh, um, what have you been doing? I mean, because um, people want to know, I'm sure. Um, like I say, high notes, low notes, anything you, you perceive from our people, where do you think our people are at? But all the sharing and laboring over the years, what what say ye? <laughs> well. uh, as they say in the scripture, <laughs> one scripture I'm thinking of goes, how go with the battle? <laughs> Meaning, how, how to... <laughs> 
to the nightmen that did these nightmares up on the wall, and one of them said, one nightman up on the wall said to the other uh, nightman, he was just coming on the shift, uh, probably getting ready to relieve the other nightman watching on the wall. He said, uh, he said, he said, uh, uh, I just said in my mind is where I'm racing. He said, uh, how how go with the battle? So how go with the battle, sister? Well. Actually, I'll, I'll just be honest with you. I am one person who is led by the Spirit, so the Father's lead me on the battles where I need to be focusing on, and he's brought me a long way. Um, he speaks to us by Spirit. Speaking of that, when I first started, like everyone else I was in the world, I had always been raised in a church, but I never really picked up anything. And uh, one day, you know, I had... Um, he took me out of the world. Now, now hold on a second. Just, I, I'm not going to interrupt you much, but I know somebody's saying, what does she mean she never learned anything? Expound on it just a little bit because uh, we got a lot of staunch Christians on the line. I know they think it's something like along those lines. Okay, well, I was um, in Ohio, and I had my children and everything, and um, I was working, but the father supernaturally bought me out of working. That's a whole story, which I'm not going to get into, but when he took me out of working, I started reading the scriptures, you know, and I went through the Bible, I think, five times in five years, and um, I was teaching Christianity at first, and then it's like through supernatural things he was showing me, experiences that I had. One night, I remember uh, I found out I was a Hebrew, and what I mean by that is I don't put the word black in mind for the fact that if you had to look at me, some people, a lot of people assume that I'm Indian. <laughs> they say, are you from India? No, I'm not. But we are the Father's people. I'm teaching something spiritual. I'm not going to look at the outer, but the inner is what we look at. That's what the Father told us to discern. When we judge a person, we're not judging the physical person. We're judging the spiritual. So the Father told me, I was looking up um, – I was listening to a lot of the Hebrew Israelite sites out there, and I found out I was an Israelite. And that helped me tremendously because when I was in the churches, all I would hear about is – and, you know, I don't like to say it like that, but it's the truth. We're going to speak open here. I would just hear and all the movies being played and everything I learned was about Jesus being white and all the white people. You know how they taught us in slavery that obey your masters and all. You know, so that's what I assumed the Bible was speaking of. But like I said, when the Father yanked me out of my job, out of the world, and I started reading his word, I started hearing him. Things I heard when I was studying Amalek in the Bible. I'd fallen asleep. And as I'm sleeping, I hear, no, not Amalek, teach salvation. And I remember waking up and I said, okay, Father, and I fell right back asleep. From that point on, I actually hear the Father. I hear him calling me by name. He'll say my name twice. Just like when you go back in uh, where Samuel, the prophet, when he didn't know the Father, and the Father called him by name, and he kept going to the priest saying, did you call me? Did you call me? And the priest said, "Uh uh-uh, go back to bed. And then once again, and he went to the priest again, And this time the priest said, I didn't call you, but, you know, this time if he calls you, say, yes, Father, you know, and acknowledge him. So that's how I heard the Father call me. 
I hear them now. I heard them today, <laughs> as a matter of fact. But a lot of people over the years have asked me, well, how would you get that? What I get from the Father, man can't teach me. And when I say man, I'm not talking about a physical. I get inspiration because I hear the word. And I was teaching a lot of Christianity. Some of the things that I was teaching, you know, you know, it's still man's thought. And the father yanked me from that. And that's when I was tre- uh, teaching from the True Seekers of the Matrix. Then I entitled my next website, which was Hebrew. I put the biblical Hebrews of the Bible, and I've kept that title for a long time. But what I've found over the years is even in Christianity, even in the Israelite community, many are teaching flesh. The Father didn't tell me to teach flesh. He said salvation, and there is no salvation in the flesh. So what I get, many may not understand if they haven't you know, come to our website, and all we're doing is reading the word. So I learned to teach by the Spirit, and I, will, I won't say anything unless I know this is the Father's Word. And how do I know? Because he'll give me the Scripture to back it up more than one place. So if, if it's all right, I would just like to read a couple things here. Is that all yeah. right? Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Sister George, you can go for another five minutes under, uh, on your own, and then we'll ask questions after you come to a pause in about five minutes or so. And we'll comment if there's any questions or comments, and then we'll come back to you. I do want to ask you a question. Are you with somebody, anybody with you that you want to have on at the same time, or are you by yourself? Well, if my brother Jerome put his hand up, he's going to be on there. I would like him to. But, you know, I don't know the numbers by heart because we got these phones now. You just push a button. But I think okay, it's a no, nine I think I know code number. Because there's a hand up. So let's do this. Let, let's invite. Uh, let, uh, this hand is up, and I already went to the green room, and I think I found him. So let's just open up his line. And so this is the brother, again, um, that's with Sister Jerome, I mean, with Sister Georgia, my brother Jerome, who is with Sister Georgia, uh, 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 brother Alcy, Pastor Alcy Chris, you and Brother Dan, y'all just be aware of that, okay? We have two people in the house tonight that's going to be a part of the panel uh, in addition to the two of you. This kind of makes sense because I don't think Elishua is showing up, and Brother John is sick, so this actually is, 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 is a good fit here. Okay, Erica, 912242. Brother Jerome, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, all right, my brother. Well, uh, say hello to the, to the family quickly, and then we're going to let you, uh, Sister Georgia, roll. Shalom, family. How y'all doing? My name is Brother Jerome. I've been a part of Biblical Hebrews of the Bible for quite some time now. Me and Sister Georgia, you know, we, we study the Word, the Heavenly Father. Uh, that's basically it, man. Uh, okay. And do you read for her? Seems like I, if I remember correctly, I think you read for her, right? Yeah, I read for her, yes, yes sir. Okay, that's what I thought. Sister Georgie, uh, you have the, uh, the mic, so if you want him to read for you, that's fine. Brother Joe, you want to comment here and there, that's fine. Uh, all right, and, and Brother Alcee Chris, Pastor Alcee Chris, and, and Brother Dan, y'all just jump in and ask your questions once they come to a pause. Go ahead, Sister Georgie. All right. First, I want to thank our Heavenly Father for allowing us to come across uh, Brother Seth's five smooth 
Stones on uh, Black Talk Radio. I just want to give him thanks. I want to give him praise. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, and I praise your name, Father, because you are opening doors. You are allowing us by your spirit to reach more and more of your children. Father, we thank you. We give you all honor and praise, and we ask that your spirit flows as we come across the Father's name, Yahushua's name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Yes, yes, All yes. All right. And, and for the record, I, again, wanna... I, uh, I only come behind you because whenever I think it's a serious question, when you, she say Yahuwah, she's talking about the Father. Many of you know about those four letters that came across, and some people pronounce the, the Yod, the Y-W-H-W for time's sake. Did I say that right? Y-W-H-W. Oh, boy, I tell you, I'm moving too fast, trying to look at, trying to, I was trying to send you a little um, message, your sister, to be honest. But, uh, I think it's Y-H-W-H, and they came across those letters, and it was too holy, and they was afraid, and so they changed those names to God and Lord, and some of y'all know the history, I'm just talking really brief so you can get back into it. So some people say Yahweh, Yahuwah, Yah, uh, 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 Brother Elishua say Yahweh. They're talking about the Father. Then the Son, of course, is there was no J that long ago, so his name was Yeshua. Some people say Yahweh shot, but just know we're all trying to get it right. So let's go right here. All right. And just so you know, I do say the word God, too, because we know who we're talking about here. We're talking about yes, the Father yes, of Abraham, yes. Isaac, and Jacob. So yes. I want to take everybody to Hosea 4.6 because I'm only going to read excerpts, but this is important. This is what I teach because the Father tells us in Hosea 4 and 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Now, he also says, because thou hast reject knowledge, and he's speaking to his people, he said, I will also reject thee. So we must come into his knowledge, but how do we do it? Go to Proverbs 11, verse 9. He tells us, through knowledge shall the just be delivered. All we have to do is go back to the old covenant, and the wisest man on the earth was speaking wisdom. Was it man's wisdom? No, it was spiritual wisdom, just like the knowledge. Because the word tells us in John 4.24, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Now, see, that's his words. That's his words. That's why I can go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 13 and 14, and it's very important when we teach his word. We have to come to the word spiritual. He says, which things also we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the set-apart spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man Receive it not the things of the Spirit of our Father, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Discerned. Absolutely. And when we teach, I don't teach like the churches, no matter what church you go to. I don't teach like the churches. doesn't matter what Hebrew Israelite site you go to. I don't teach like them. I teach by our Father's word. By his spirit. And that's why I don't go on debate shows because how can I with someone who's teaching cardinal? But whatever I do teach, I'm reading it right out the word. 
So from that perspective, that's what I teach. I teach nothing but spirit. Brother, do you have anything you want to add to what I just said? Now you're talking about me or Brother Jerome. I'm sorry, Brother Jerome. <laughs> oh, oh, I'll, I'll make a little comment. Yeah, the, the reason why we do that because you, 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 you can't mix, you can't mix spiritual things with fleshly things. Uh, the Father said you can't be lukewarm. He said they that worship Him must must worship Him in spirit and in truth, and that's why we just stick to the Spirit on the biblical Hebrews of the Bible. That'd be all, sister. And that's all I, I, I have to I say to you, Brother because I'm, I'm not going to do any long interjection until you're done. And, and uh, oh, well, I tell you what, let's 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 go ahead and make some quick little comments. I just want to go to them, go to Brother Chris, Pastor Chris, and then Brother Dan. Okay, uh, and I don't again, I not I don't see LSU. I don't think I don't know if he's going to be on, but we do have another hand that went up. Eric code three three seven four eight five. We'll come to you in a little bit, right after Pastor Chris and Brother Dan goes. Again, we'll come to you after that. Um, I know you're saying I, 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 but I just want, I, I appreciate what you're doing, what you're saying here, because truly none of us should be teaching alike. We should be teaching the same thing, but none of us teach alike. I feel like sometimes nobody see white supremacy like I see it. But there are people that do see it. But the way they articulate it is different. So I appreciate the things you were saying. And I think it's healthy that you don't go doing it like everybody else do because you are one sister with a different relationship, and your relationship with the Father is different than mine. The Father is going to give us the same truth. It is going to be the same truth, but how we deliver it is going to be unique. So I appreciate your uniqueness when you were sharing how he's giving it to you this way. You don't teach like others. I appreciate that. Um. I just want to say um, that oh, that's really much all I was going to say. That other information, I can just hold that. Pastor Chris, any comments to what you've heard, and then Brother Dan, and then we'll come to you, Eric, or three three seven forty five. Yes, I, I have a quick comment. I wanted to uh, thank our sister for saying that because you know we were all taught the same way back in the day, and. The Most High has chosen some people to open our eyes to have us have the truth revealed to us. And that doesn't happen to everybody. To me, if if God reveals the truth to you, that means he has picked you for a specific duty. He didn't just uh, allow you or guide you into truth without without some type of calling for you you to do with the truth once you've gained it. For saying that, because that's the problem with a lot of our people today. They're not guided by the spirit, and you know, so that's why they don't—they don't really want to believe what the truth is. We've been lied to so much that the truth is a lie, and that's—that's that's all I wanted to say. But thank you, sister. Good point. Good point, brother Dan. Quickly, um, I'm listening to the conversation. I—I I have nothing to add right now. So I'm just going to say I'm going to continue and listen, and then uh, if something comes up, I, I will speak. But I'm going to go ahead and forward my my time and let the conversation go on. I'm just listening right now. Good. Love your honesty, brother. Love, always love your honesty. Going back to the phone lines, Erico 337-485-485. Go ahead with your question or comment. You're on the air. We would love to know your name and city, though. 
this, this this brother Leonard. I'm from Louisiana. Okay, brother Leonard, welcome to the Five Foot Song Network. What's your comment for Sister Georgia? Well, I was just I just going to ask her a question. What, uh, was she familiar with non-Masonic and what's her take on that? Okay, well, yeah, I'm familiar with all that, but I don't really deal with that because that's like a, a, a distraction from the Father's truth. When you read the word, he's really, I mean, that's part of it. That is part of what is evil in the world. But as far as what I focus on, I focus on what he told Paul, who wrote most of the New Covenant. Our battle is not carnal, but it's spiritual in bringing down strongholds. So we can look at these things we see. That's not what's really important. What's behind it? We only see uh, the fruit of what is manifested from the spiritual. So we deal with the spiritual because we know that this world is under the power of the evil one. Many people are still under this power, but the Father's people, regardless of what area they're in, they are overcomers to what is in this world. So I really don't focus on that, brother, but um, yeah, I'm aware of all that. I, I'm, I'm aware of that. I really well, don't really have anything to Along his questions, do you have non-Messianic uh, Israelites calling you, uh, trying to uh, give you a, uh, not necessarily a hard time, because like Brother Leonard on the show, we've done shows with him, and his brother have a lot of good things to say, very sound, solid, scripture-based. It's not an easy conversation to talk about, well, some people may say it is, but we, 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 the brother has something to say, some things to say. And uh, like the people in Demona, they, they have issues with the Christ in the New Testament as well. They believe in him, but they don't believe he was born the deity. And so there's different people, and there are brothers and sisters, Sister uh, Georgia. What do you say to them when they call your show and they say, well, I don't believe in Christ, but I, I, I like you saying we Israelites, but I can't endorse this Christ. What do you say to them on your show when they come? I say they need to read the scriptures because many people will exclude the Savior. Um, I did a lesson, and the lesson was entitled, The Lord Our God is One. And what that lesson spoke of, because a lot of people will say, well, you know David from the Old Covenant. And a lot of people won't accept the New Covenant because of the letter J, and there was no Jesus, and see, Paul's a liar, and I've heard it all. But we have to go to the scripture because you can find in the Old Covenant where, um, I think it's in the book of Psalms, where David said, there was a part in there where he said, <clears throat> quoting the uh, the Savior, he said that, um, lo, I come in the volume book, is written of me. Then you go to the New Covenant, it's there too. And what many don't realize, when you go to the scriptures and when you read the scriptures by spirit and understand what is being said, there's only one deity that we're all dealing with. Isaiah said, he was quoting from the Father by spirit, he said, there is no Savior but me. They pronounced a prophecy in Old Covenant saying Emmanuel. New Covenant says Emmanuel too. One's written with the I, one with the E. What does it mean? God in the flesh. And that's who, what they call Jesus that's who he represents, because you have to go to the book of John. It says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. 
By the time you drop down to verse 14, it says, and the word manifested in the flesh and dwelt among us. Well, who was in the beginning? Well, they said it was God. Who did Isaiah say? Isaiah said, there is no Savior but me. So really, we all the Father's not changing. He's not changing his people. There's only one deity. But when you take something from the spiritual into the physical, it becomes the Son. It becomes a Son. Because it's an extension of the spirit of the Father coming into this dimension. And like I said, I don't go on to too many radio sites because if you don't get in the beginning what happened, and many don't understand the beginning, Genesis 1 and 2, what I'm saying makes no sense. But that's why I take time and I read the scriptures and I show everyone what did the Father say, not just what your pastor or the TV show shows you. What's written right here in the book? If you really say you love the Father, we're going to read his word and let his word uh, give you that increase. And, and I want to add just a little bit to that, and then we can uh, see what Brother Leonard has to say uh, in, 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 uh, to what you just said. And, again, Dan, Brother Dan, and Brother Alcee Chris, uh, uh, y'all just jump in whenever you want. But really quickly, the Old Testament, the saints was looking for that Savior. That's some Messianic, most Messianic Israelites would agree to. Okay, a little noise. We can't have no noise. Who is, what is that? Who is that? That's one thing I hate about all these lines. But please watch the noise, folks. Um, the Old Testament saints, one thing the Messianic Israelites do, we do agree with, was looking for that Savior of Israel. My question is, why not, Yeshua? Why, 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 why not? All the scriptures that was fulfilled, supposedly, you know, many times he said, I must go here that this may be fulfilled. I must go there that this may, must be fulfilled. Well, I don't understand why, if you know Israel is looking for a Messiah, this Messiah comes on. All the things that have happened that Apostle Paul talked about, how we've been given the gift of righteousness that makes sense, because we couldn't continue killing bulls and goats and lambs. The law was imperfect. It meant well, but it, it, it introduced sin to our conscience. All the things that this righteousness that, that, that Paul teaches covered and, and cleansed, and, and now we can go before the Father, boldness, as the scriptures say, why not this Messiah? That's what I don't understand. Why? It's like people look for reasons not to believe in him, then to believe in him. And uh, Israel was looking for a Messiah. Uh, uh, why not this one? And uh, then he really, he, he, this, I, it lines up with old and new. I let Brother Leonard, last thing I was saying, I let Brother Leonard and Brother Elisha kind of go at it, but there's a lot of questions, Brother Leonard, I never got to ask you because I kind of wanted y'all to go back and forth. And then to be honest with you, I didn't think of some of these things at that time. But what is your comment to Sister uh, Georgia? Because I want her to continue because I want her to get on the roll, and we're going to really hear a lot from her tonight. Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't really want to have no comment. I just... I was wanting to know if they had a Sabbath class and do they have a, like a call-in line? A Sabbath Georgia, plan? A, a Sabbath class. class and a call-in line. Remember the show she gave you? She did give you a show where she went over these those details about the uh, non-Messianic. So remember there is a show. So can you give that show again? He wants to know if you have a call-in line or a Sabbath class also. 
Yeah, we do have a call-in line. Um, it's listed on my website. Let me see. I'd have to go there. <laughs> I can go there real quick for you. Hold on. I don't memorize any numbers by heart. I'm just telling everybody. But I'm going to go ahead and open it up, and I'll tell you what the call-in number is if you would like to attend it at the Biblical Hebrews of the Bible. But um, as far as Shabbat classes, uh, we believe not like too many. That's why I said I teach spiritual. But we believe that um, according to the Father's word, he is our Shabbat, and we rest in him every day. That's the way it was from the beginning when he created his creation Absolutely. on day seven. Absolutely. That's exactly what you see. took the words out of my mouth as you're looking for that sight, but that's exactly how I believe. I think it's a great thing if we do keep the Sabbath on Saturday because the whole Israelite nation is trying to do that to be a, have a form, a form, a uniform type of thing. But in terms of the Sabbath itself, the Bible says it was just it, it, it was a tool. It was a schoolmaster. I don't know why people can't understand that. It's not something that we. It, it said it's, it. It said labor to enter into this rest. This is another rest. This is a. I mean, think about it. Why would the Father want you to live holy on Saturday and not on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or, or, or day one, day two, day three, day four? He want us. Sold out to him all the time. You can't live no holier on day three or Tuesday or Monday than you can on the Shabbat. If you are sold out yeah. and you have your mind, soul, and body, you can't live holier. Uh, but that's a whole other teaching. Go ahead, sister. Oh, okay. I do have my call-in number for my um, biblical Hebrews of the Bible and Block Talk Radio. That number is six four six six five two. Four three three six. Okay, what 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 day is it? I'm led by the Spirit. I don't do it like the churches. I don't have set days. Oh, okay. When like the last lesson I had, I, I told everybody that too. The last lesson that I did was called the Sons of God. Um, particularly that day, I had it planned because it's something else the Father gave me. I was going to teach about the Tower of Babel, but right. as I got started. The Father led me this way. So if he leads me this way, okay, I'm going to have a show this day. Some days I plan on having no show, but he'll wake me up out my sleep. And then I, I heard him tell me one time, now go to work. You know, he wasn't talking about my physical job. He was talking about my spiritual job. That's the work I have. So I had to have my lesson. Okay. Okay. All right, folks, I have to check on another call. All right, Sister, um, uh, Brother uh, Leonard, any other questions or comments? Well, well, I was just saying, you know, I'm, I just want to them to know I'm, I'm non-void. I'm, I'm not about no debate, same as she is. And so um, what I come across is a lot of, I come across a lot of Hebrew Israelites, and, you know, they Messianic. So if they Messianic, I, I want to refer them to a good a good place. And so in return, if, if they come across non-Messianic, they can refer them to a no. Yeah, because, I know what I mean, you're talking if, if about. You, believe, you know what I'm saying? If you believe that you, if you believe what you believe, then I mean, I'm not, I'm not hostile or nothing. I'm just gonna refer you to a place that I think is good, and I'm, I'm expecting to do the same thing. And, and sister uh, Georgia, just so you know, he's been on the show. Brother Leonard has been on the show, and Brother Leonard has a following all by himself. 
And so this brother is not a wasted call. I know that you're not saying that or nothing like that, but I'm just saying this brother is very serious, and he does have a very loving, patient heart, and I really appreciate his professionalism when he was on the show. We just disagreed on some things, but like I, like Paul told Timothy, consider what I say. Consider it. Just consider it, and the Holy Spirit will give us understanding in all things. That's what I said to Brother Leonard. And as we, because with the kind of heart he has, we're going to wind up at the same place. That is for sure. But, uh, Sister George, Brother Leonard, I want to move on if you're done with, with Sister Georgia with your question and, um, and and see if Pastor Elsie Chris have any comments or Brother Jerome before sister uh, before the sister finish. Are you done? Yes, I'm finished. All right. And, again, that's Brother Leonard. And uh, y'all can check out his show. All you got is Google Five Smooth Stones, uh, Blog Talk Radio, and and Brother Leonard. Just those words, Brother Leonard. And you'll get three shows. I think we did two or three shows with that brother. And he had something to say, for real. I mean, it's a strong argument. But, like I say, I, I just, you know, only because I'm holding the mic, and, of course, he can't comment. But I just think if we just look at all the prophecies, you got to answer those questions about all the spiritual warfare talked about in the Old Testament. The New Testament, well, i got to say this in lesson. I'm trying to say this at least, but the moderator, we have a moderator, so I'm trying to moderate and comment as a regular panelist. But uh, there's too many things in the New Testament, even if the Messiah wasn't the true Messiah, which I vehemently agree he was. But I'm saying there's prophecies, there's gifts of the spirits that operate there's things uh, uh, that was introduced, the gifts of all of these various gifts that they was not doing in the Old Testament, not the saints. Maybe the prophets were, but nobody seemed to think about that. Okay, since you have trouble with this Christ, what about the teachings of Apostle Paul? I know since you have problem with Apostle Paul, but what are you gonna, how are you going to address evil spirits, how we have power over them today? We didn't have that power over them in the Old Testament. It was only the priests. So these are all the things you can prove Christ is the Messiah more than one way. Go ahead, sister. Uh, oh, well, first of all, Pastor Elsie Chris, in less than a minute, any comments, anything? Y'all look quiet tonight. No, I don't tonight. have any comments. Okay, yeah, Brother Dan. Listening. I don't have any comments. Okay, Brother Dan? Um, I was um, kind of interested when she said that about the uh, are you saying that the father is one, one with the son, or are you saying they're separate individuals? Well, the father tells you in his word that I and the father are one. No, I think what Brother Dan is well, asking is, is I think because this has got the whole church where divided. If I, could, if I can, Brother Dan, I think what, well, I'll let you do it. Go ahead, Brother Dan. What are you saying? Well, my understanding of the Bible, they're three different individuals, but they are one accord. They work toward what the Father wants. Um, that's my understanding of the Bible. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, like I said, you know, one of the reasons why I don't go to debate shows is because I'd have to explain every single detail, but we're going to go with what the Father says, and I'm just going to read it to you in John 10. Uh, picking up about verse 30. Uh, Jesus said, I and my father are one. Okay, when he told the people, and specifically he was talking to his people, it says, then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, many good works have I showed you from my father, for which of 
And the Jews answered him, saying, For good work we stone thee not, but blasphemy. And because thou, being a man, makest thyself God. It, it, if you're not going <laughs> to, when people read this, they look right over it. What they were killing him for was because he was the father in flesh body. That's what Emmanuel means, God in the flesh. His spirit, he took a part of his spirit, just like we are the sons of God, because we come from the Father, a spirit. When you look at it in the spiritual sense, you understand what he's saying. And you go back to Isaiah. I just had it pulled up. I I closed it down. But in the book of Isaiah, he says, there is no Savior but me. When he was talking to the scribes and the Pharisees, and he started to say, Abraham was you know, please to see me in those days. And who was Abraham and who was uh, Moses? Who were they all talking to? Who was Joshua talking to? You know, that's what I did a lot of lessons. I brought those scriptures forward. They were all talking, Moses in the burning bush. He was talking to God. Now, the apostles were talking to God in the flesh. All he did was in this dimension, in this world dimension, when he told Adam and Eve, after they sinned, put coats of skin, and he threw them out in the world with the other people. Now, maybe you don't know about this, but just read Genesis. They came well, out, and they were called man, which is flesh. Let me let me kind of add to what I think Brother Dan is saying, because what I don't like every once in a while, and I love your spirit. I love how you like to do things in decency and in order and the peace that's upon you right now. I appreciate that. We're going to keep that. I just want to add, and I see your hand that just went up. We have another hand that went up. Y'all are answering questions tonight. That's great. And, again, if you have questions or comments, Sister Judge, go ahead and press 1. You can come on. It's not a problem. She is going to roll a little bit. We're all going to let her roll here in a little bit, another 10 or 15 minutes uh, with very minor interruption, okay? But uh, this is good because the whole body of Christ uh, is divided over what Brother Dan just said. And uh, Christ said many times his Sister uh, uh, Georgia and Brother Jerome, he said, the woman touched him and said, Master. He said, Woman, why do you call me Master? Good Master. She said, Good Master. He said, Why do you call me good? There is none good, none good, but the Father. That's why a lot of people feel like Brother Dan. The Father in him is right. one accord, one mind, one spirit, one... And so when they took up stones to stone him, they would do the same thing to us because we would say to them, I'm one with Christ. I'm one with Yahuwah. I'm one with Yahweh. They would say, what do you mean you're one with Yahweh? No, because of Christ's blood, I'm one with Yahuwah or Yahweh. And they would say, they would pick up stones to stone me because they're going to say, how can you... Being a man, say you are as righteous as Yahuwah or Yahshua. I'm talking about the Father and the Son when I say it. I'm saying, I'm telling these people with these stones in their hand, I'm, I'm as righteous as they are. Because God the Father gave me that righteousness through Christ's blood. They will say, you're saying you're God. We're going to stone you. They'll tell me the same thing. But it don't mean that I'm saying I am Yahuwah, I am Yahshua. I'm just saying it, there's one body of Christ. We are one. The Bible says he that is joined to Christ is one. I am as much as Christ as Christ is himself. But the Father did also say additionally to him telling the woman, there's only one good. 
That's a differentiation there. The father said to him, now the father is talking to this being called the Messiah who is just on the earth in the flesh, and says, sit here on my right hand. It don't mean your right hand, but it means your right hand of power, if you stu- if, if, as we know the scriptures say. Sit here on my right hand. That's a differentiation right there between two different individuals. Now, if, he, if he and the father are the same, he's talking to himself, it's confusing us. And then, of course, when he was baptized, now here's all three of them. The Holy Spirit comes descends on him like a dove, uh, sit, you know, like a dove. Y'all know the story. I'm kind of going fast. So, And then the father says, this is my beloved son. Hear him. There's another differentiation. And so it's just different parts of the scripture. Oh, here's another one. This is a good one. It says, I do nothing of myself. Probably the one people are going to use the most. I do nothing of myself unless I see the father do it. And he says, went on to say, if I do anything of myself, whoever this being is talking, he say, if I do anything of myself, it is not true. Whoa. So he's saying if this being we look at, go do, do something that the Father didn't say, he is not true. And the Father can never not be true. So this is why a lot of believers say, well, no, they are one in mind, in spirit, you know, like we are now one with them through the blood of Christ. You understand what I'm saying, Sister Georgie? Then we're going to go to the phone. Uh, uh, we'll come at your area code um, 903 after Sister Georgie. Go ahead, Sister Georgie. Okay, you brought up a very good point. I'm so glad you brought that point up. You said that um, before they took up – well, no, you said something about he said, I'm not good, but my Father in heaven. What many don't realize is he said, preparest thou me a body. In this dimension – our bodies, which are vessels, are considered the flesh, sinful flesh. Right. He, his spirit had to enter into this dimension. While he was in this dimension, he would not allow them worship him as king, although we know he was king because he had the flesh on. Because we go back to John 4, God is a spirit. While you're in the flesh, he was showing the people, trying to get them to understand the spiritual. You cannot say I'm good because I got sinful flesh on. When we worship, when we worship our Father, God, we worship in a spirit. But this same entity was here to show us because all we knew up until that point was the flesh covenants of Moses, the things of the flesh. He came to show spirit. So no, you could not say, and he said it. Don't call me good, but my Father in heaven. The spiritual things. Heaven is spiritual. While he was in the flesh, he said, uh-uh. Don't, I, I, he hid from the people because he knew that they wanted to make him king. But he is a king. That's why you cannot compare spiritual with fleshly. You have to take your mind on that spiritual level. Right now, he is king. He is king. And he is, according to the scripture, according to the Father's word, Emmanuel, God in the flesh. Just like we are. He was called sometimes son of God, son of man. We are that too. We're son of man, and we're also the sons of God. Because in this flesh dimension, the word man is not speaking of a man, but it's speaking of the flesh. But as they like to say, the Adamites, the, the children who had a spirit from above. We're part of him. We're part of a many-membered body. You must look at the spiritual or you'll get it wrong every time. Because it's in his word that there is no other Savior but uh, him. He said, lo, I come in the volume of the book. 
I'm God. I'm Jesus. It's written to me because I'm a spirit. Why was it said about John the Baptist through Jesus? He said this same, because uh, everybody knew that Elijah must come first. He said, well, if, if you advise to see and ears to hear, this is Elisha. He was looking at John the Baptist. He was talking about John the Baptist. Why is that? Many can't get it because they got physical eyes looking at the vessel. Don't look at the vessel. Understand the spirit. Interesting. Interesting. And I'm thinking also of another passage, kind of ties in what you're saying. It says, he says, uh, uh, search the scriptures, for you think you have eternal life. Now, at that time, there was no New Testament. He was talking about the law. Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. But they are they that speak of me. He goes on to say, no one knows the Father. I know the Father. No one knows the Father. I know the Father. Search the scripture, for in them you think you have eternal life. But they are that are speaking of me. This is why I believe Christ is the God of the Old Testament and that Yahweh or Yahuwah um, is is um, is something different. Remember in the book of uh, Habakkuk when he was complaining and he said the, there's two came for him. The Holy One came from Teman and another one from uh, the, 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 and the father from Mount Paran. In the book of Habakkuk, Habakkuk was complaining and the father was telling him, I'm going to do a work with uh, 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 you among the heathen. And I speak this up. But anyway, there was two. And then David talks about the my Lord. The Lord said unto my Lord again. So that's why a lot of believers um, uh, or Christians or whatever have you, uh, 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 brother Dan. Very good question. I want to go to the phone lines uh, if, you, if you, everybody don't mind. Um, so let's do that. Uh, Eric Cardano three two seven. I've been holding for a while. Let's see what they have to say. We would love to know your city and your name, please. Go right here. Uh, Kenwin Castleberry out of Tyler, Texas. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, just fine. Sorry, I was muted myself. <laughs> but welcome to the process on network. What's on your mind, brother? Good to hear from you. Okay, I'm I'm running really late to the show. I'm like an hour late. Uh, but uh, the little bit that I just caught is a fundamental difference between a lot of believers. Uh, it's it's a it's a, a very uh, <clears throat> complex argument. That's uh, that's been around for a long, long time. But uh, me, myself, and my how I view the scriptures is that uh, when they talk about the Son of Man and the Lamb, and uh, to to me, I I believe that there's two separate entities. You know what I mean? Uh, but yes, I do believe He's the Word of God. Uh, I guess you could say similar to like a puppet in a way. Uh, uh, but the the father that I believe, you you he's not gonna. Well, I can say what he's not gonna do, but I just don't believe in my heart that, um, literally he'll let you slap him in the face. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> he, I just that he let let anybody slap him in the face or kill him or he he can't die. He's just he's omnipresent. He's everywhere. Um, I just I just can't rationalize that that argument that Christ is the Most High. I, I just believe that they're two totally different entities uh, in relation. Uh, uh, they work together. Uh, 
uh, along with the Ruach of the Holy Spirit. It's just hard for me to conceive that, digest that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but so uh, with that being said, uh, that it's a, it's a, there's a bunch of scriptures, uh, literally, uh, that he didn't want people to worship him as he walked. Uh, and, and that's the confusing part of the whole argument. It's because if it is the most high, why did he not want them to worship him? But I guess, like she said, they, uh, she didn't want them to praise him in the flesh. It's, it's, uh, it's, it can, I take it literally. I take the Bible literally when I read it. So if you say don't do it, hello? Go ahead. You're fine. Okay. So, I mean, if Christ literally said don't worship him as he walked in the literal, I just literally, you don't, you don't worship him then, you know. But what I'm saying, you need, he's like the mediator, and that's what he said he is. Just, you know, he's the go-to person to speak to the Father. I just believe that that's just, that's his role. That's well, what I think it is. I think we get the gist of what you're saying. So I'm going to let her comment. And remember, folks, this is open for we don't have to stay on this one area. But Sister Jack, I'm going to let her come. It's her call, really. And so I'm going to let her uh, comment or respond to that. And I hear a little noise there. Uh, Brother Catherine, do you have any comments or concerns quickly, quickly for our guests or anybody? Quickly. Brother Catherine, do you have any other comments or questions, yeah. please? No, 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 sir. I didn't, I didn't uh, spoke one piece. I'm done. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Well, we appreciate you. Always good to hear your voice. I really appreciate hearing you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Sir. And don't be a stranger, man. I really miss hearing you, actually. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. And that's Brother Castleberry. I promise you, every time that brother called his show, he called a lot when Brother Leonard was on. That brother always has some to say. Sister Georgia, you've heard of my uh, earful. Go ahead and comment on what you're saying. You know what? I like to just take a little short break. And then come back and let you just go on whatever vein you feel the spirit is leading. But uh, just to comment out of respect for him, any comments on anything you've heard him say or anybody say? Well, I I also want to say, could we get my brother's opinion on all this, if he has anything to add? Brother Jerome, you're on. Brother Jerome, you're oh. on. Yeah, I'm here. I had my phone muted, man. I'm in this truck. Well, thank uh, you for that meeting. It for so you want to know. I appreciate it. Go right here, brother. Well, it's just you know we just stick to the we just stick to the scriptures, man. And uh, we believe that the Father is, is you know just one. And every every everything that you know was going on in the Bible, it, it always been the Father. What we believe and got scripture to back it up. And, uh, uh, I agree with sister, you. Sister, I agree with a, you. Sister, you're doing a good job, you know. And uh, and and we take we take knowledge of of everything y'all saying. But see, the the thing is that we don't want to get away from the spiritual thing because that's how the devil tricks you. When you start taking things literally and, and physical, you know what I mean, and carnal, then you know the devil have his way with you. Because there's so many other options out there, but what of this? What of that? You know, and you can look at it this way, you can look at it that way. But when you stick to that spiritual way, ain't nothing but one way you can look at it. And it's what the Father say. And that's what we hold to. Right, right. 
And that's what everybody on the line is doing in defense to the callers. They really are doing that. You hear people uh, with scriptures. They're not just saying, oh, I feel it. Don't. Now, if you hear this right here, this is, a, this is not good. I just feel that don't make sense. Now we're in trouble. You can't go by feeling. you got to go by scripture. But there's a lot of times where there seem to be this different, this different, like in the New Jerusalem. The Bible says clearly the son will come subdued under the father. The son will come subdued under the father. The father says, here my right hand to the enemy, the angel puts through. And then when his enemy is made his foot through, that's when New Jerusalem comes. And when he's really, he says, you know, there's two different people seeming, seemingly. Now, sister, uh... Look, I, I, I'm an amateur. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I've learned that don't be arrogant, Brother Seth, because you don't have it like that. I could be wrong. I'm saying it to everybody. I could be wrong. But when I read the scriptures, it talks about New, New Jerusalem, the Father. Uh, first, this outside of New Jerusalem, he's saying, sit here on my right hand, how to make enemies of his Right now, he's counseling Christ how to make his enemies of his Once his enemies come to his Satan is put in his place. This New Jerusalem comes. The Bible says, then the son will become subdued under the father. So when people see that, they're thinking there's one person going to be over another person. Right now, the father is letting the son, everything, all power in heaven, everything gives to the father, to the son for a season. But what kind of person can hand you over that kind of power? It's two different people, two different beings. So that's where we're at, and it may be wrong, maybe we don't see, Maybe it's a little confusion on our part. I admit it. Hey, I, I don't know everything. So that's why I've learned to be humble and listen to teachers like Sister Georgia. And so, Sister Georgia, I would love for you to come. We're going to take a little short break. We're going to come back and finish out with uh, you just kind of doing some more. Um, uh, you can flow a little bit more with less interruptions, and then we'll come to a pause and again have another um, Q&A. Um, what I decided to do is I see this as a hot topic, and some of the scriptures you guys gave, oh, my goodness, I can break those down. What I'm probably going to do is do a lesson speaking on some of the uh, verses that you guys gave and explain that because, and like I said, that's why I, I really don't go on other people's show because when I speak, if there's pieces that you aren't aware of, then you won't believe the truth. And we got to believe the truth, which is his word. So if he says it, we must believe it. And uh, that's part of opening your eyes, which means you do have eyes and you see and you have ears and you can hear. But like Isaiah said, because of the hardness of the people's heart, it wasn't, uh, it was a stony heart. It wasn't circumcised or a stone of a uh, heart of uh, flesh that, you know, it would be like that till the spirit revived you. And now, when the word is read, now you have a better understanding. You see, this, this Bible talks about precepts. Many of the people who give you the wrong precepts in the scripture, in the word, I've heard them out there. They'll say precept upon precept, and that is true. But there's two sets of precepts in the scripture. One set of precepts, uh, Yahushua said they're going to fall in that. The other precept builds. There's two precepts out there in the word. So I stick, and what he's talking about is comparing spiritual with spiritual. If you keep it to the flesh, you're going to fall. But he said, take off that old man. Take off the flesh. When we came into the judge, Let me interrupt you just for a second. Somebody is too close to you or somebody's listening. They have the show on. Because I hear an echo, folks. You don't normally have that echo on this show. So 
please, or whoever got her on, I can go through all the lines and find out who it is. But go ahead, sis. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I have to say it because it's going to be on the playback. Go ahead. Okay. Can you hear me now perfectly? I don't hear echo now, so I don't know if that was you or not, but go right ahead. You're fine. Yeah, I don't have anything on. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I will definitely do a lesson for this because I don't think many are aware of what actually took place. Why was it that Yahushua, Jesus, said, preparest thou me a body, or we'll say God in the flesh? Because that's what he wanted to have prepared for him. Just like when he told uh, the Jewish people, hey, I'll build this, I'll rebuild this temple in three days. He was not talking about a temple. He was talking about his body. Many, when I say certain things, they're thinking in a flesh way. Remember, the Father says, your ways are not my ways. And his thinking is way above us, but he gives it all to us in the word. And the only way we'll get this is by the Spirit. That's the only way you're going to get this. That's why the Father, through Paul, was telling everybody to come out from among her, my people. Come out from this world, this world of flesh. Start being what you were in the beginning, spirits, before I told you to put coats of skin on in this dimension. Yahushua yeah. came, and he is the mediator of the spirit world and the flesh world. Once yes, yes. upon his death, burial, and resurrection, the flesh was nailed to the cross or nailed to the tree, and his spirit is what had life. Now we, he overcame at that point. He put down all principalities and powers. We can read about that in Ephesians. The same thing, putting on the whole armor of God. God is a spirit, so put on that spiritual armor. That's in Ezekiel 37 when the spirit was blown onto the people, and they start Hearing and moving and standing up. At the end, you hear about that spiritual armor. This whole this this these bones yeah. that woke up. This is the whole house of Israel, but it's an army, not a physical army. But now they're flowing through the spirit. They're understanding this. Okay, well, Sister Joseph, we'll, we'll take a little pause to just that moment right there. Just take a little station identification, a little break here, and we'll come back to you. And I want you to finish up what you're doing, or you can go to another topic. I would like to hear from Pastor Chris in here for a minute while, but then, uh, as well as um, any callers that have any questions, go ahead and press 1. Those you, Eric code 903 your hand is still up. If you have a question, don't do anything. If you uh, uh, if you don't have a question, press 1 so your hand will go down. So, Sister Georgia and Brother Jerome, everybody all okay with the break? Quick, break, quick, quick. Everybody okay with the break? Speak up, speak up. Yes, we yes, are. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Again, y'all going to listen to the Fossils on that way. We've got Sister George in the house, Sister George Johnson, who's been doing blogs forever. You can hear she is no uh, amateur to with the scriptures. And we're going to come back and hear more of, of, of this topic and more. Uh, remember, if you're in the chat room, you have any question or comment. Uh, I haven't had a chance to really look at it. Uh, but type your question or comments in the chat room. We'll get to you as soon as possible. I'm Brother Seth. Again, you're going to listen to the Fossils on that way, folks. We'll be right back shortly. Check out this powerful song right here.
we're back. Again, we want to thank you for tuning into the Boxers on Network tonight. I'm Brother Seth again. Uh, we have Sister Georgia Johnson. And um, she's doing her thing here, just sharing, answering questions. Um, folks, listen, if you have any questions or comments, as I said before, press 1 on the phone lines. And if you're in the chat room, go ahead and type your question. We'll get to it. We'll get, we will get to it. Trust me. We will get to it, okay? It's just as simple. Um, we have a five panel, uh, Brother Alfie Chris from Alathia Temple, Brother Dan Wallace, who is the owner of the Gospel Tracks Wow, and Sister Georgia Johnson has brought on her uh, brother Jerome, who's also on the line as her reader. I'm going to let Sister Georgia open up and just share. Um, Sister, let's open up these lines. Pastor Chris, your line is now open. Brother, uh, 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 brother Dan, your line is now open. Sister Georgia, your line is open. And Brother Jerome, your line is open. My computer's moving a little slow. We do have a hand that's up. And I want to get this hand out of the way because they, uh, we're building, we're building, and Sister Judge may have something brand new she want to talk about. So let's just see what this hand is all about, uh, everybody, if you don't mind. Eric code 903279, um, go ahead with your question or comment um, for our guest. I think he was on before. Go right ahead. Yes, sir. Uh, I just had a, it just popped up in my mind, and I, I just really wanted to ask this question. Uh Timothy 2 and 12, I just uh, wanted to hear her break that down. Because like I was saying earlier, that I, I take it literally. Uh, I think they mentioned by being a carnal mind. I believe I uh, spiritually is a balance, uh, you know. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm curious to how she break that down. And uh, I guess being that I'm later, they might have hit on this already in speaking about the law. Because a lot of times when I hear they talk about more about the spiritual side, that they believe that the law, you know, is spiritual, in which I also agree. But, however, I do believe we ought to keep them. But a lot of times they believe that we shouldn't. So I just want to kind of get a better understanding on who exactly, uh, more about, you know, the message that's being delivered tonight. Uh, and okay, that's, before, that's all I got. Okay. And I think it's your brother Casper, right? Yes, yes, sir, it is. Okay, but Cass, I appreciate your, 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 I can hear your heart, and I don't think it's argumentative or anything like that, and I appreciate that spirit. You know, we don't tolerate no other spirits on this show. We've got to, we got to roll with peace, and I appreciate those, the question, okay? We'll, we'll see if it's Georgia. We'll answer it, or, or it, you know, we'll let her make that determination, but I appreciate you putting it out there, okay? Yes, sir. All right, and that was a brother had a very heartfelt question. But before I bring this to the judge, uh, Pastor Chris has been pretty quiet. Can you give me a comment? Uh, any comments? Uh, don't force it now. We're being led, trying to be led by the Spirit tonight. And Brother Dan, I'm coming to you afterwards. Anything before Sister George, because she may go in a different vein, or she may answer. I hope she answered what Brother, Pastor, uh, what Brother Castle, what was, uh, Castle Barry was saying. But quickly, uh, Pastor uh, Chris, anything quickly, quickly. No, no, I want, I want, you know, I want to yield my time because I, I just want to continue to listen. Okay, Brother Dan. Respectfully, I say this to, to, to um, Georgia. I'm glad glad that you're on tonight. I see that they have a high respect for you. What would you do when you're dealing with other people? You know they think different. I do stand by what I said that the dose, this is my comment, not a question. I do stand by what I said. The father, son, or Holy Ghost is three different individuals. 
And um, I have scriptural basis for that too. But I know there's other things that need to be talked about. So I have to say I respect and I hope that you continue to come on that show. And that's the respect I'm going to give to you because I understand you don't want to get into base and stuff. That's why you haven't gone on. But I, I'm going to say politely and respectfully um, that I disagree with what you, um, how you um, that way you present the scripture. But I do want to say to everyone that's listening to keep walking with God and put God first. And there's always going to be disagreements in this world. But we keep walking with God. We're coming to the truth that God wants us to have. But I do stand by what I say, that Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are three different individuals. I have scriptural basis. I've been a Christian over 30 years, so I'm not a new, I'm not a new babe or nothing. But uh, uh, politeness of the show, um, that's, that's my comment, but I respectfully disagree with you. And um, that's you, my comment. But, but keep walking. Keep walking with everyone that's listening. Keep walking with God. I think they hurt you just for time's sake. I'm moving on, but I really appreciate your honesty. We hear your heart as well. Appreciate that, brother. Sister Georgia, you've got two people. Well, I'll let you do your thing, okay? We'll let you go for another 10 minutes. Pretty much uninterrupted unless they're quick interruptions, and uh, you got the floor, sister. Thank you, brother Dan. Thank you. I believe the brother was speaking at 1 Timothy Chapter 2, verse 9, which uh, many go into that. It reads, in like manner also that women adorn themselves in modern apparel and shamefacedness and sobriety, not with braided hair or gold or pearls or costly array. Am I correct on the scripture? I believe I am. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 9, is which is what he quoted. Now, what I will say is this to pertain to that. A lot of times when we read the scripture, Human wisdom takes over. That's why the Father was warning us, your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Paul came across teaching spirit. When you go to 1 Corinthians 14, verses 33 to 40, many people who want to teach physical things, he was reading a letter. And, and let me just go there. It says, for our Father is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all the churches of the saints. We're all supposed to be on one accord, okay? Our Father says, ye sons of Israel, I change not so that ye sons of Israel will not be consumed. You won't be destroyed because his ways are not changing. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So when Paul was reading a letter, epistle, here's what Paul says. I'm going to read it. And many of these uh, teachers who teach out of the flesh, here's where they go. It says, for God is not the, they don't even read that verse. I'm reading it to you. That's 1 Corinthians, uh, that was verses, chapter 14, verses 33. They'll start with 34, and they'll say, Let your women keep silent in the churches, for it's not permitted unto them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience, as also said the law. And if they will learn anything, let them learn from their husbands at home, for it's a shame for a woman to speak in the church. Now, they'll stop it there. But see, Paul was writing a letter. So those who have an ear can hear. He says, for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the assemblies of the 
saints, all the churches. Then he reads the letter. By the time you get down to verse 36, he says, what? And that's the question. It's in the scripture. Nobody reads that. He says, came the word of God out from you? Now he's reading his letter. What? Or came it unto you only? He says, if any man think himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things I write unto you are the commandments of the Father. But if any man want to be ignorant, go and be ignorant. Let him be ignorant. Now, I've said this earlier, and I'm, I'm just going to say it again. Our Father is a spirit. According to his word, this is his word. The true worshipers must worship him in spirit and truth. Then 6, um, not First Corinthians, I'm sorry. Go to Galatians, what is it, Galatians, hold on a second. I have so many scriptures. Okay, hold on a second. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. When you go okay. to, um, let's see where it is. Okay, yeah. When you go to Galatians 3, Paul says, Oh, foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you that ye should not obey the truth? Okay, jump down to Galatians 3, verse 3. He says, Are ye so foolish, having begun in the spirit? Are you now made perfect by the flesh? Many people can't even answer that question because the truth is, how were we begun in the spirit? You have to go back to Genesis. You remember how it says in the scripture, uh, as a matter of fact, I gave that scripture when I did the lesson of uh, the sons of God. The father says he knows the end from the beginning. But many won't accept the truth which is in the word because our father told us what it meant. Not everybody has a spirit from the father. Not everybody has it. Jeremiah said uh, in the book of Jeremiah, the father said, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. See, we're spiritual creatures. But because we've had flesh on, sinful flesh, I might add, many of us stay in the flesh, stay under the prince of the power of the air that called us Gentiles in the book of uh, Ephesians. And we will not hearken to the Father. The Father's a spirit. He wants to let his spirit flow in us for us to get the revelation. I gave this testimony on my website. I'm going to give it now. Tell me something in the physical, like I'm hearing you speak to me. And I, I got really upset with them. Then later, you know, I said, I don't know why I got so upset, because what I heard them say is what I understood in the physical. I prayed and I was fasting. About 30 days, I think it took me, the Father answered me. In my dream, I heard the same thing that person said, but because my physical man was sleeping, I could now allow, the Father could allow my spirit man to decipher what was said, and I heard it. The same exact words, but this time with understanding because the spirit was involved. A lot of the things that we teach, it might be hard to comprehend. I couldn't get it out in one lesson to you because there's much that many don't know. I'm not going to teach what I know. I teach what the Father gives me. And we began in the spirit. We are all one. The Father in us, us in the Father and Yahushua and the Father, because we're all spiritual beings. This flesh is when we came into this dimension. Now, we weren't hearing the Father. That's why they had prophets in the Old Covenant. Now we have the Spirit in us. 
Now we're hearing, and now we're waking up to his truth. But it's all in his book. Anything that I say, I'm reading it. I'm reading. I'm, I'm precepting properly. But this thing is a spiritual walk. Let me go here. Let me go here. And this is an important scripture. In Romans 10, Paul says, Brethren, my heart desire and prayer to God for Israel, for his people, is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness. They have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of our Father, who is the Spirit, by the way. For Christ is the end of the law, the physical law, the flesh law of Moses. He says, for end of the law, for righteousness to everyone that believeth. And in Romans seven fourteen, it tells us, for we know that the law is spiritual. Paul says, but I'm cardinal, fold under sin. And there's this big back and forth discussion with spiritual and flesh worn against each other, which is happening today. You go down to Romans 10, verse 5, it says, For Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. Jump down to verse 11, it says, For Scripture said it, Whosoever believed on him shall not be ashamed, for there is no difference between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord over all is written to all them that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then they, it says, how then shall they call on him whom they have not believed? Because we're reading the scripture, but if you read it with flesh eyes, you'll say this is what it means. I'm just going by what the Father gave me by spirit, and you could read it. That's what it's talking about. So many don't believe upon the truth is what he's saying. How then shall they call on him whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in whom they have not heard? And we're talking about the spirit. And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. The Father kept telling us in the New Covenant, because that's where the, and I, I hate to use the word new because it's to the same people, but it's renewed. It's a renewed covenant to the same people. The, the covenant of old time under Moses was a flesh covenant. There was no life, no spirit in it. But the New Covenant, oh, he made it perfect because now we have his spirit dwelling in us. Now we start to hear. Now we start to understand. We have read this book for a zillion years, it seems like, in churches, our grandparents, our great-grandparents. We've seen the movies they published on TV like, uh, what is that, uh, Birth of a Nation, the new one they have out. And it showed you in the movie what they were allowed to teach. And they were to teach, serve your masters while they're getting abused. Okay? Now, Master right. in the scripture is talking about teacher, but they use that word master. Our people were in the flesh. They didn't understand. No, he's talking about a teacher. He's talking about a teacher. Many times when I go through the scripture, I always try to teach people what those words are. All you got to do is look it up, but look up 
spiritually. And if that doesn't work, go back to the old covenants because the prophets talked about those words. Many words like virgin. In our day of society, it means this. But was that what the Father said it meant? We go to scriptures like words of fornication, adultery, and people believe it means this. Well, go back and see what the Father said that word means. When you do deal with revelation, revelation is a revealing. It's a revealing of God. It's a revealing of what he has already accomplished. That's why many are waiting for things to happen. When you go into scripture, Jeremiah spoke of this stuff. All the words that you people get deceived about in revelations, they were talking about it. And they were telling you who he's talking about. What is mystery Babylon? Who's that woman that's sitting on that uh, beast? All you got to do is go to the prophets. They'll tell you who, what all those words mean. Brother who asked me about First Timothy uh, 2, uh, verse 9, you know, our father's not changing his word. And, and he, according to the word, it says, our father's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. He's not changing anything. Old covenant, new covenant, he said, lo, I come in the volume of the book. It's written of me. Many people lean on their wisdom. That's called man's wisdom, flesh wisdom. We lean on our Father's Spirit to give us the truth because that's the only place the truth is in. Brother Jerome, I want to add, if you want to add anything to what I just said. And after Brother Jerome, we have a question. Another hand that went up, uh, asking questions tonight. It looked like a new hand. I think this is Brother Elishua who asked to be on the show. Actually, I know it's Brother Elishua. And, um, Brother Castlebit, well, I don't think you have a hand. Uh, yeah, Brother Ella Shaw after Brother Jerome. Brother Jerome, go ahead. Any questions or comments? I just got one comment. Oh, man. You know, when you're looking for answers for the, upon, from the Most High, you know, what we do with the biblical Hebrews of the Bible, Sister Georgia was saying it earlier, when you ain't got, you know, clarity on certain topics or whatever, you know, what we'll do is we'll fast, man, and, and we'll pray and honestly seek. The Heavenly Father, and you know, and He'll reveal those answers to you, you know, through dreams, visions, or possibly through, you know, somebody you work with, or whoever. But if you if you don't get the understanding or the clarity that you need tonight, I, I will advise you to go on a fast and uh, seek the Father for uh, for more information if you if you're not understanding what's going on. Let me let me comment on quickly on what sister you I thought you were you done? Yeah. Okay. Let me comment really quick on what Sister George is saying, what you're saying. In defense to the callers, because sometimes we get callers and they're like this, what y'all say don't make sense. Or they may be more nice and say, Well, I don't really agree with what you're saying, it just doesn't make sense and you know, I don't mean to disrespect anybody, but it doesn't make sense because why does this they don't have no scripture basis for their comments. They're just saying they disagree with us because it's all right. That is something we can't tolerate. We, 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 we were nice to them. We are respectful to them. But we can't have those kind of comments because you can't go by whether or not it sound good. But when people are bringing out scripture and they say this, the Bible says this, the Bible says this, the Bible says this, the Bible says that, that's what we want on this show. We try to, and I'm sure on y'all's show as well, we want to do exactly what sister, the sister's doing. She's bringing out scriptures and her knowledge of what she feels like the Father's showing. You can't get no better than what she's saying. This is what I feel the Father is showing me. 
at the end of the at the end of the night, at the end of every blog show, at the end of every sermon, at the end of every church service, the pastor has to share, or the deliverer has to share what they feel the Father is saying. That's the best we can do. I have found out a lot of times I swore up and down this is the Father, and later on, years later, I found out that it's not quite what he was saying. That's why I have learned to just be humble about it and say, this is where I'm at right now. And it can be sure enough what Yahuwah or what Yahweh is saying. But you heard how I said, and that's kind of what Sister, Sister George is doing. She's saying, this is what the Father showed me. That's the best we got for y'all, family and friends. If we disagree, it's okay. We can disagree. I have listened to this sister over the years, and I have agreed with most of what I've heard. And not only did I agree with it, but others have heard and been blessed by it, not to mention if we took a number of how many people have found out who we are as far as Israelites, we couldn't get them all on the phone line. Sister George has a bigger following than I have. I think her following is like three times bigger or something like that. Not that numbers matter. And she has a website that was huge. Go, go to her website. There's a lot of truth there. I don't quite understand what she is saying right now. Be honest with you. That's how I roll. But we're going to continue to roll in the spirit of peace. I just don't see it right now. It's too many scriptures talks about the Father and the Son, Father, and the, and the Son saying, you know, the Father's, if he is the Father, it's confusing. But could I be missing it? Could Brother Seth be missing what it, it, it not seeing the higher wisdom? Possibly. Possibly. But, again, the sister says she's going to do a study. I'd like to invite her. Maybe she can do the study on this network because there's a lot of scriptures. And to not just her, but there's millions that, that say what she's saying. It's not the way she's saying. Like she says, she only says the way she's saying. And she's right. Nobody says it like Sister Georgia. But there are millions of people saying it, but not like her. So, in defense of Sister Georgia, I think she's given us the best she could. Not the best, because she hasn't done a teaching yet. But, but I just want everybody to understand, because I don't like no elephants in the room. I want everybody to be very clear. This is a good sister. I've been blessed by over the years, and it put, could be that it's just something I don't see, and I'll be blessed even more once I do see it. Having said that, Brother Jerome spoke. I want to go to the phone lines. I have a hand that's been up for a while. Sorry, Brother. Just know I'm, we're trying here. I want to get a sister red carpet as best we can because she is a pioneer in this work of revealing us being Israelites and so forth, other truths, and that's just how we wrote here on this uh, network. Eric code 678 uh, I think this is Brother Ellis. Sure, go ahead with your question or comment, Brother. Uh, good evening, everyone. Uh, sorry for chiming in late here, some business affairs that I couldn't get away from. Um, if my understanding is correct, and please correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Seth, you mentioned about the Father and the Son. Um, is the position being put forth that the Father and the Son are the same? I'll let Sister George answer that. Okay, well, according to his word, it says, I and the Father are one. Now, we know that what he's speaking of is not physical, but he's speaking spiritual. There's only one spirit. There's only one spirit, and that's our Father. He's a spirit. We, he knew us before the foundations being laid of this world. According to the word, we come from the Father. That's what we just read when we read, um, let's see. Father said, you know, through Paul, who was very spiritual, he said, having begun in the spirit, are you made perfect by the flesh? 
the spiritual things are very, very hard for the people to understand. Now, I understand. I, 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 I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I'm pretty clear on that aspect. What I'm trying to determine in the most simplistic way that a fifth grader could understand is the hypothesis that's being put forth. Are you saying that the father and the son, you know, we understand because when it says one, you know, I'd have, to, I'd have to basically rely upon something that you just stated in regards to the word. And when we go back to Genesis, when we say the father and the son of one, that is not a numerical designation term, a Hebrew word that implies, that doesn't imply, it literally means unity. The same as when Christ said, I am the father of one. We know they're not two, the same two, that, that they are distinct, that they're two individuals, because if that was not the case, then Christ would have to be schizophrenic. That means he's on earth praying to himself, then he jumps back up to heaven to answer himself. So the clarity, I think, for understanding is that if we go to Genesis chapter 1, it says, in the beginning, <clears throat> Elohim, it does not use the word God. The Bible was not written in English. It was written in Hebrew. And the word Elohim is, can be used singular or plural. When you look at the concordance, you'll find out that it's used 2,500 times, and over 2,000 of those times, 2,250 times, it's used plural, not singular, as in the case of Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. So what it's saying, it says, the God said, the gods created, in the beginning, the gods created the heaven and earth. Well, those gods are real simple. It's Father and, and Son. Hold on, Brother Elisha. You know i got to do this. Uh, I apologize a minute before. Those of you that listen to the show, you clicked on the link. You know what you need to do now. You have to call the show. You're not going to be able to listen to the rest of the show. We only contracted till now, and then uh, Blog Talk always allows us to roll over another hour. So we'll roll over a little bit tonight, a little bit. We'll try to close this show out in less than about 10, 15 minutes. So if you listen to this show, you click on the link. you got to call the phone number, 914-205-5590. Go ahead, Brother Elisha. Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, Seth, thank you. Because actually I was intended to <laughs> bring that to your attention that it was getting close to 10 when I called in. But uh, the thing is, again, we go back to the word Elohim. In that context, it is used plural, meaning that we're speaking of more than one deity. We're speaking of two or more. Now, people have assumed that there was angels in the process. But I don't like to make assumptions in regards to the word, especially when it's very clear. And so the word was Elohim, meaning it's dual. So who's speaking of? Well, all we got to do is go to Genesis, or go to John chapter one, verse one, uh, and the, the first chapter. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Through him all things were made. It says through him all things were made. And there was not anything that was created that was not made by him. So what we see is we see two entities at work in creation. But Christianity has led us to believe that when we call Jesus, we're talking to the Father. Christ is our elder brother. He is not the Father. He's the elder brother. And he said that he came to bring worship back unto the Father. And we put more emphasis on the Messiah than we do. We put more emphasis on the Son than we do the Father. It's like somebody coming to my house, and they honor my son, but they don't honor me, and you're in my house. And so even as it said in the Scriptures, it says, and all things will be going back unto the Father. And you're incorrect when you say that there's only one spirit. It says there are many spirits, many spirits. But we have only one Holy Spirit, which is the Spirit of God. The Spirit and the God is one. Just as I am a human being, I live in a body, but I'm a spirit being. My soul and my okay. spirit will one. So I think okay. my last thing said, and that is this. I went to theology school. I went to church, a church I attended for about 10 years with Seth. I never told anybody this. 
I had a serious problem when people would say that Jesus, and they would refer to Jesus as the Father. When I saw in Scripture clearly that it says he's not our father, he's our elder brother. And so I used to have an issue with that. Here I am out in the theology school, and this is what people are teaching or promoting. And what I'm about to point I'm about to make is to say, my sister is absolutely right. The Father is a spirit, and we must worship him in two things. Because one without the exclusion of the other will always get us in error. He says you should worship him in spirit. And many Christians have mastered that. You know, to some Pentecostal churches, before you open up the door, you can feel the presence of the anointing. But he said that we should worship him in spirit and in truth. And that's where it's been a lacking because there's not been truth. And the very person who gave me the understanding, this, this complicity, this mystery that I had been holding on, even through theology school, I was a, a licensed and ordained preacher, but I still had a problem when people referred to Christ as the Father, and they said that Jesus and God, is, is speaking of the Father, were one. I understood the unification part, but I had a problem with that. And lo and behold, a Hebrew Israelite teacher, never heard him speak in tongues. I consider him to be very spiritual. Because people are different in the way they live, so I can be out there diversities of spirit. Brother sit me down, and he says, you're very well versed in Hebrew, right? He says, you've even done some study in Greek. I said, correct, yes. He said, let me talk to you about the plurality of the Godhead. He says, because you Christians have the impression, and you have people believing that when you're talking to Christ, you're talking to the Father. He said, you're not. He said, Christ is representative of the Father. He said, you have to understand this is a minority. Okay, and he took me to that very passage of Scripture, and it cleared up a mystery. It cleared up something that really had been a burden and a problem to me in my understanding because I'm not stupid because he said we can love him with our heart, soul, mind, and body. And one of the things that people do when they begin to put emphasis on the spirit, they somehow think that you're supposed to exclude the spirit, the flesh. I mean, exclude the, the intellect. But go ahead, Seth, I'll jump back in there later. I just wanted to get that in there because – that was two yeah, points brother, you, that, yeah. that, that just I, I brought hate, up. I, I hate you came late because we could have used you probably on the show just looked better in chunks because I don't want to think, well, he's and just I apologize. Why, is he, so all this, why is he getting all this time? But, the, but everybody know, do know that this is normally a panel as he normally is here and it was late in his defense. So, Sister Eliana, uh, I can't believe I said Sister Georgia Johnson, again, um, I, I would love for you to comment on what he's saying. And folks, we're going to try to wrap this show up. So, Brother Amateur, I really appreciate that, okay? Thank you very much. So you've brought some very interesting points, okay? Hey, thank you, sir. Right, thank so, you for the opportunity. All right. And again, everybody, don't think he was just a call to get an extended time. The brothers, Norman, online, Pastor Alcy, Chris, and Brother Dan, they've been pretty quiet tonight. I guess Brother Ellis should make it up for everybody. <laughs> but, Sister George, you've heard a lot. Uh, go ahead and comment, and uh, you're gonna, we're going to try to let you go. Just uninterrupted in your defense uh, for about at least five minutes because time is of the essence now. And then anybody want to rebuttal after that or comment? It'll uh, not so much rebuttal, just comment. Whatever's on your spirit, really. You'll have like a minute or two, and then we're gonna wrap this show up, okay? Okay. Um, well, uh, like I said, I'm just reading the scriptures, and one of the things the Father wanted us to do is start walking by faith. You know, walking by the spirit. These are spiritual understandings. You cannot compare spiritual with carnal. You can't do it. The unity that was there was the spirit. We, he's like us, a son of God, which is 
a vessel. There is in the old scripture, even Yahushua or Jesus brought it out to the people. He said, don't you know that ye are gods? And what he meant by that is the word God means angels or spirits. We come from the Father. We're part of him. We're a many-membered body. What we have in common is the spirit. Once we put on the flesh, we become brethren. That includes men and women. Don't think of physical things because I see where where he's having issues with this understanding. And I'm glad he brought it up because I will definitely have a lesson on this too. Everything that is being brought forward, I will take a whole lesson, go through the Father's Word, let him speak to everyone. You know, um, I can't do it in this short of uh-huh. five seconds. Five seconds, really quick, because I think I may, I think there may be something there that you're saying that we that we're not seeing. If you're saying, since all of us come from the Spirit, we're one in that regard. I kind of understand what you're saying. When the Father say, I and the Father, hold on, let me get to that. If Christ is saying, I and the Father one, meaning we all come from Yahuwah, Yahweh, then I can buy that. But I would say that I'm one with the Father as well, and I would probably get stoned along beside Christ. But in terms of there is individual units, some of us is going to go, it's not going to be with the Father. Well, now I'm going to go down that road. Uh, We are different. Let me ask you that. Let's just take it piece by piece. If I say that I'm one with the Father, would you agree that I'm one with the Father like Christ is one with the Father? Is you saying it like that, like we're all the Spirit, and the Spirit we all are one? Because truly, because of the blood of Christ, I have been made one with Christ. Am I one with them like Christ? Am I one? Yeah. In other words, let me, let me, let me, because I don't want, I don't want to confuse anybody. When Christ said me and the Father are one, we believe they are one. In terms of their desire, their this, their that, you know, but Christ clearly said to the Father in the Garden of Gethsemane, Father, take this away from me. He was trying to go another direction. He didn't want to go through it. Now you have the Father saying you must die, and some, some, something else, somebody else is saying, I don't want to go if it's possible. Then he said, not my will, but thy will. That's what I mean by they're one. But we have wills, and we can we can deviate from his plan. Christ could deviate from his plan. So that's where a lot of people are confused. It's like, this is two individuals. We don't know how to say it the proper way. We say individuals or two bodies. Dan say two beings, I think he said. So my point is, please share on that. Are you saying they're one in spirit like we all are one? Or that, no, he really is the Father, the Christ the walked earth was Yahweh. Because if that's so, when he died, I, I, well, anyway, please comment. Okay, I'm going to give you an example. When the scriptures talk about a son, you go look the word up, it means children. So just like he is our brethren, he came in sinful flesh, the vessel itself is just a vessel for this dimension. The vessel is called flesh or man, but it's incorporate our brethren. It incorporates all the vessels that have the spirit of the Father, because He says, "I we are one. I in Him, and He in me, and I in you. We're all part of this one spirit that knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb to come into this dimension." 
we are all part. If, if I have a child, that would be my son. That would be a child. The father gave part of his spirit to be made in a flesh vessel to dwell among us. But it was the father's spirit. The father's spirit is a word. That's why the word is spiritual. It's okay, a okay now, now, on that note right there, really quickly, he also made somebody, some other beings, and put them in bodies, and that's us. Are we one with the Father like Christ is one with the Father in that regards? He put this whole book, let me just do it here, because you're asking me a question that has many units to it. If you read the scriptures, the Father's letting you know, I'm coming to separate right in the family. Father and daughter-in-law and all this stuff, it, he talks about the separation, because it's among his people. The ones who obey him, keep his commandments, they are the ones, children of the flesh, these are not my children, but children of the spirit are. Because he's communicating to us by the spirit. What makes you a child of the most high is not the flesh. It's not the DNA, but it's the spirit. We get so that. When, like when, when we go into the scripture and the father is telling you in the word, Emmanuel, God with us. Many of them, there's a parable out there that talks about the tenant men, and it says that uh, when the you know the 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 homeowner or whatever left, he left ten men to watch over his vineyard. And when they came, when he sent a servant to go ahead and collect the dividends, that they, they killed him. They, he sent another one. They killed him, speaking prophetically of the prophets who went to talk to the people on behalf of the father. But then they say he sent his own son. And what the scripture reads is, and they knew it was his son. They knew it was God in the flesh, and they killed him. That relates to what actually happened in the world. Many people, we can go on and on with the dialect of this and that and this and that, but when it comes down to what does our father say? He tells you who he is. He says, I've come in the Bible book. There's no other savior but me. Many people want to debate because they've learned, and, and I'm not picking on anybody, but they learn church, they learn theology, they learn what they learn from their great-grandparents, and this has always been what we've learned, wisdom of men. Now it's time for us to allow the spirit to flow that the father revealed to you. You're not going to get it because the Father says, if you have the Spirit of God in you, because if you don't, you won't get this. And it's not well, just a shame on anybody, but the truth is we have to humble ourselves and let go of the flesh. And like Brother Jerome said, you know, if you're not getting it, fast, pray, and the Father will give you an understanding because all I do is read the Scriptures. Well, let me say this. Let me say, Sister uh, Georgia, and because we, well, I'm gonna be honest, I've never heard Pastor Chris speak this little, Brother Dan speak this little. All the shows we have, they always are talking about fifty percent more, so they are really listening. And uh, Brother Ellisure came on, and that's normally how we flow. Normally, Brother Ellisure is just like he was, but he was he was on the show tonight. So just so you know, we are re- they are listening to you probably more than anybody ever been on the show. They've never been as quiet. So I think they are listening. And when Brother Dan, people are putting four scriptures. So, I mean, I hear you saying, if you, you know, you can't be in the flesh, can't be in the flesh. And that's good. But at some point, it's, it, it may not be unfair to them because you're using scriptures. They're using scriptures. I gave you about six, six different, six 
situations where Christ was pretty much saying he wasn't the father in my understanding. So what I would like for you to do maybe in the future is come back on and promise us you're going to come back on. We're to use these same scriptures. Now you see the respect we're giving you, the red carpet. You can't get no better than this. This is how we roll. And then you explain in the New Jerusalem when Christ is subdued under the Father, how is that so if he is the Father? Now, again, if you're saying Christ is the Father the way I'm the Father because I, I was breathing into to earth of his spirit, the Father. So in that, if you're saying I'm, I'm, I'm the Father like that, I agree with you 1,000%. We are truly one. But we are individuals, if I can use that carnal word, in that I have a will. I can will to go away from the Father. I can say, I don't want to obey you today. Christ could have did it too. That means two different beings. And so to me, it makes sense what happened in New Jerusalem. He said, sit here on my right hand. Why did he have to counsel himself how to get his enemies under his footstool? And if he's the most high, why is the enemies already under his footstool? The enemy is under his footstool, but he's not under Christ's footstool because Christ represents man, et cetera, et cetera. So in their defense, they have used, uh, Pastor Christian pretty quiet, but Danny used some scriptures and I did too. So I don't want to be like, we just, we just fleshly and we just say, well, I don't know. It don't sound right. We're not saying that. We're saying, here's a scripture. Here's another scripture. LSU came with scripture and he went into a little bit of interpretation. So just in their defense, because I don't want to say, brother, you just let that sister go on and on and on. I want to hear that later on. I'm letting you know they are doing the best they can. And I don't think they're in the flesh at all. I think they're in the spirit to the best they know. I feel like you right now is not playing with us. You're saying there's a deeper teaching. We just got to find out what you are saying because I don't – actually, let me not speak to them. Pastor Chris, uh, maybe why don't you make this your final comment, and uh, Brother Dan, and then we'll have Sister Georgia and uh, – I read it, Brother Jerome, have the final, final comments. But what do you think of what I just said, what you've heard tonight? Uh, you, again, a pastor of a church, Brother a Pastor Chris, any comments, please? I don't want to speak for you. Pastor Chris, Alcy Chris, go ahead. We can hear you. I hope you didn't have me muted. But Pastor Chris, go ahead. Any comments? I don't know what's going on with his line. This happened last week with him. Okay, Brother Dan, your line is wide open. Any comments for Sister Georgie or anything I just said, please, in about no more than about a, a couple of minutes. Okay, I'd like to say to um, Sister Georgia, I've been very quiet and polite, but I am a person that speaks up. Out of respect, out of set. I didn't say a lot. I said what I needed to say at the time. But if this is going to be a fair and open, seriously, dialogue, I hope you come back and give us that chance. I know you don't come on shows because of debate, but you have to understand that when you say things, people will respond. So I hope you give us a chance to properly debate this part of the Bible with you. I know you don't normally do shows because of debate. I hope you give us a chance because it's uh, it's a uh, it's like a one-sided deal where I'm walking on eggshells, and I don't and I don't think that's fair to the audience. And said been very polite to give me the opportunity to speak. Now, 
what I said, now I'm going to give you a quick scripture and then I'm going to wrap this up because said has been very kind and polite. So there, if you go to Acts 7, 55 and 56, but he being full of the Holy Ghost, looked stead, up steadfast into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. 56 says, um, Acts 7, 56 says, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of God. Am I still on the line? I think I got disconnected. I hear you still. Hello? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I thought I thought it got disconnected. Um, uh, Acts seven fifty six said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. So that's my that's one of my references. But out of politeness, out of set because I know he highly respect you. I thank you that you came on the show in spite of that you 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 have you know you didn't want to get in debate but I wish you would give us an opportunity to really debate you on this subject. If you really believe what you believe, come back and give us a chance. And we we'll, we'll, and let let the audience hear both sides of it. Thank and you. And in Dan's defense, I don't think he meant debate you. I think he meant to just go back and forth because we don't, Sister Georgia, believe me, on this show, we try not to get into all the disrespect. So this is how we flow pretty right. much. Um, uh, thank you, Dan. Uh, Pastor Alfie Chris, is your line open now, brother? Can you hear us? Are you there? Let's sum up with his line. So, uh, Brother Jerome, go ahead and uh, have uh, comments on what you've heard, and then we'll let Sister Georgia have final. We'll wrap this up, folks. Oh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, I, I understand it perfectly. Uh, it's, it's, it's perfect to me. Uh, I really don't see what the problem is here, but uh, you go to Genesis 1, it's going to tell you in the beginning was God. God created the heaven and earth, you know, singular. Then you go to John 1. I'm getting a phone call, man. Uh, then you go to John 1. It's, it's telling you. Basically the same thing. Yeah, basically it's telling you the same thing. And it said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the Word was God. And, you know, it's just, it's, just, it's, just, it's just telling you right now. Well, we the Word you, came we, from God. Well, Brother John, we feel you, like Brother Dan said, we just got to get more into it, because that scripture, if you keep on reading, it's going to talk about the Son talking to the Father. So they are one. We are one with the Father. When you say, somebody says, show me the Father, I literally can say to them, you don't see how I live my life? You see the Father when you see me. We're all supposed to be able to say that. And I think people get that scripture, what you're reading, and, and, and when he say, when the disciples say, show us the Father, and say, you're looking at him, they get that confused. But if they just keep reading the man, the, not the man, but Christ, 
say other things to let you know he is definitely following somebody else, something else. And so we just kind of have to understand. And 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 and, uh, and I appreciate the love. And like Dan said, the amount of uh, respect, and y'all will always get it, just like you're getting it right now. Sister Georgia, please have final comments, and can you come on the network? What we'll do is allow you to go for 15 minutes or 15 minutes uninterrupted. You, you explain, and then we have to ask you questions. You've got to have a Q&A, and then you can do the same thing again, and then a Q&A, same thing. Are you okay with that platform? Well, we'll see. I'm going to see how the Father leads me because I know I'm going to definitely do a teaching on my website. But, okay. you know, like I say, I don't I don't come on just because someone asked me to. If I'm led to, today I told you I heard the Father speak. That's why I'm on your, uh, on your show. Um, okay. But I have no problem. If the Father says go ahead, I have no problem. Well, I appreciate that. I'd love to get your final words on just this whole experience, and then we're going to wrap the show, everybody. I do appreciate everybody participating, Brother Jerome, for you coming on with Sister Georgia. I appreciate y'all's spirit. We are past arguing over the Bible, uh, egos and all that. We went through it. We went through it, but we uh, figured out, you know, we're all learning. And that's why I don't like to be saying things like, I got this, I got that, because I don't have it like that. I, I, I can tell everyone what I feel is weird to saying, but 10 years from now I might say, you know what, that's what I felt, but I found out something else. So because of that right there, that evolution process, I've learned to say this is what I, where, the, where I'm at right now, and just use as many scriptures uh, as you can. Again, but like Sister uh, Georgia was saying, if you're not taught properly your foundation, you could be seeing things wrong. So we know that, we're aware of that, and I, I think y'all can hear Brother Dan's voice. He was saying, hey, Allow us, give us a chance. And so uh, hopefully you'll come on because if indeed we do have it wrong and you got brothers and sisters on this line, this network, that really, really, really want what you have and they're not trying to debate you because Brother Dan has a lot more scriptures I know. He's been saved 30 years. Brother Dan is one of the influenced me over the years. So I know that brother have a lot more scriptures, but for him to just sit there and name two or three, that means he's really hearing. So when you got that kind of a spirit, I don't know about you, Sister Georgia, but I like to talk about the scriptures with people like that. I do not like people coming on, yelling, arguing, saying, that don't make no sense. Uh, you know, I don't like people putting me down. So just know that and go ahead and give us final words and um, uh, uh, we'll wrap up the show. Brother? Yes, Hello? I'm here. Yeah, yeah, oh, I'm here. No, I was talking to Brother Seth. I'm sorry. I didn't know if we disconnected or not. No, I was, no, no, no. I'm not going to read it, but I would advise everyone to read 1 Corinthians 12, verses 12 to 31. And you'll understand the spirit a little bit better in these many member body. Because uh, in the flesh, we're a vessel with the spirit. We're talking about spirits, spiritual things. And he was the first begotten of the Father, the first spirit that came from the Father in a vessel, in a vessel, in a vessel that overcame what the first Adam couldn't overcome. But as far as what he truly is, read 1 Corinthians 12, verses 12 through 31. We're talking spiritual things. Don't think of the flesh. Think of the spirit. We are all part and, of and, and, the Father. And, and, and Sister George, again, in defense of the callers, like Brother Dan saying, he see 
when Timothy was being, I think it was Timothy being stoned, Stephen being stoned, he says, I see the Son of God. So I know you keep saying, don't think of the flesh, but remember, in our minds, in our, in our heart of hearts, in our guts, we're not in the spirit. We're not in the flesh. We're saying, this is what the scripture is saying according to our spirit. Flesh to me is when people say, oh, it don't make sense. Oh, I don't know. And they just constantly looking at one thing. It's several, several, many scriptures, many scriptures that is going to have to change after your presentation. And that's where we're at. And we're going to allow you on this show to go through every single one of them or to provide what you have. So, sister, I really appreciate you coming on tonight. I want you to know that. I thank you. I'm so glad we finally hooked up. And again, I love what well, you've done you on with the. And I've heard many teachings that I definitely agree with. That was, uh, that was even smoother than even tonight. Because tonight, uh, you know, it's obvious. But uh, there have been times when I've listened and hung up on from the show saying, "Wow, that was really something." And so it may be this is one be one uh, maybe a while as well. But again, I would say to y'all as well, please hear what we're saying. We're allowing you to say things like, oh, get out of the flesh, and don't think of it. We're just allowing that. But please hear what the brothers are saying, Brother Elishua. And uh, remember, everybody's shows are recorded. So, Sister Georgia Johnson, thank you very much. And uh, hope to hear you in the future. Hope to have you on in the future. All right. Well, we'll, we'll pray about it. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Brother Jerome, any last words? Oh no, nah, man. Uh, peace, man. Y'all, uh, peace. Y'all, uh, take take care of yourselves, man. Uh, till we speak again, man. You know, shalom. All right. Well, well said. Well said. <laughs> okay, that that's gonna be a wrap for Sister Georgia all the way in Louisiana and Brother John. Uh, where are you at? What city are you in? What? I'm in Kenner, New Orleans. Oh, Kenner. okay, Kenner, New Orleans. Uh, where are you at, Brother John? It's New Orleans, but. <laughs> Oh, both y'all. Oh, I'm, I'm out of Bron- I'm out of. No, no, I'm out of Brunswick, Georgia. Okay. Well, again, thank y'all. We're going to meet your lines, man. Go to Brother John because I got to get out of here really quickly. Y'all know I work at night. Brother uh, Dan, uh, their lines are <laughs> muted. Brother Dan, quickly in less than a minute. Brother, everybody, just so y'all know, Brother Alfie, Chris, line drop. You know what happened when they drop out the team? We couldn't get him back on. Uh, Brother Dan, please, um, any comments quickly, like in less than 20 seconds? I know that. Sister Georgia said she had to be led. I want to ask Jerome, her brother, would you be willing to come on and present? Because it appears that you think like her. Will you be willing to come on and give us a chance to present a balanced um, conversation? If, if she she had to be led by the Spirit, okay, can I, you come on yourself okay, in the future by you. yourself? He heard you repeating yourself. So, Brother Jerome, there's a question. What do you say? Uh, really, man, I would have to, I have to respond, man. Like, I have to move, you know. If the father give me that authority to do that, man, you know what I'm saying. I really ain't no teacher, you know. I'm really blessed to have Sister Georgia, you know. But the father is uh, leading her to, you know, to teach me. So, okay. you know, like well, we got, my brother we got said, you. yeah. I, I, uh, go ahead, go ahead, finish up. What did you say, Brother Jerome? Go ahead and finish up quickly. Okay. Anyway, that was Brother Jerome. Uh, you're breaking up, Brother Jerome, quickly. 
Okay. Y'all hear that. His line is breaking up. So we're going to wrap this show. But, Dan, thank you for contributing tonight. Thank you for your question. Thank you for your respect for Sister Judge. I really appreciate it, brother, okay? And remember, everybody, he's thank a gospel you. Tra- you are he's a gospel, gospel tracks wow. Dot com gospeltracksawild.com rewind the show you can hear brother Ben talking about those tracks earlier in the show folks I gotta get out of here I don't know we we let this roll way longer than what I wanted uh, we tried not to do these long shows but it, we had to kind of go there tonight but thank you for staying with us this phone line is still I don't think hardly anybody has hung up um, so there you've heard it. Uh, hopefully y'all heard the respect we tried our best to respect and make the sister feel at home with uh, us men. Luckily, it wasn't five men like it normally is. Not luckily, but anyway, I think we did a very good job. I think she was able to speak her piece and Brother Jerome. And uh, let's just say what Paul said to, to Timothy. Consider what I say. Consider what I say, Timothy. And the Father will give you understanding in all things. That's all we got, folks. That's all we got. And uh, it just is. We're not always going to agree like, oh, everything... No, it's going to be sometime we're going to hang up. Y'all know how it is on this Fossil Zone Network. But we love that sister. We love that sister. And that is the truth. We respect her, and I hopefully she will come on. Love every single one of y'all. All ethnic groups. Love every single one of y'all, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Good night. Listen, Eden is kingdom, and Eden mindset is a kingdom mindset. Let me hear ya. Where my Eden citizens at? Where my Eden citizens at? Where you at? Let me see you do your hands like this. Come on, let me hear ya, let me hear ya. Put your hands together like this. Come on. Here we go. When God made man, he made a spirit.
guess what? Jesus came. Jesus came. Now all is well. So what are you waiting for? Right here. Yeah. 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 Yeah.